happy that uh, you made me hot chocolate, man. Made her a hot chocolate. Yeah, with whole milk and the real Starbucks stuff. No, that's skim nonsense. No, that's skim nonsense. Not on a Friday morning. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to our webinar for people who have trained by heart rate before with Coach MK. I'm here. Coach MK Fleming's here. I'm here too. Belly yeah. is here. Uh, Violet. We're calling her Violet, but we're not sure. No, we don't know the sex, but yeah. we're pretty sure. Because she likes the chocolate, right? So yeah. she's likely a girl. Totally got to be a girl. <laughs> got to be a girl. She likes her carbs. Um, and so we are going to spend a lot of time. I know we know we have a bunch of questions um, for you guys, and we really want to make sure that we get through all of them. Um, before we get going, yesterday we sent you all an email um, that had the goal setting worksheet on it. I'm going to pull that up, and I'm going to also attach it to your little dashboard. As MK is talking, um, it's just uh, today. Even though we're quite sure all of you type A personalities already printed it out and filled it out in triplicate. Yes, exactly. In triplicate. They Xeroxed it. They yeah. Xeroxed it. Um, do you remember those triplicates with yes. like the carbon copy underneath Oh, my God. Yeah, I love that. So. that was, it, made, it made life really easy. Like, if yeah. I lose one, I got two more chances. <laughs> um, or it's floating around your computer. This has been the week of technical problems with AMR. The AMR podcast this morning <laughs> didn't work um, or had some glitches in it. The ultra webinar on Wednesday didn't record and it was not my fault, which was huge. Um, there's been a couple other things and going that's on. all that matters. What? That's not your fault. That's not my fault. Yeah. I know. I yeah. know. I tried to brush it off onto uh, my friends, my, my IT support crew um, on the other, on the other across the ocean. I'll just say across <laughs> the ocean. Um, we thought my name was Hillary. Um, but anyway, so, um, so I'm going to pull that up. So you have that go-to web, the goal meeting goal setting worksheet. Um, and I will show you one other thing right now. Do you want to talk a little bit, MK, about what's coming up in the, um, why can't I show my screen? Huh. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what you're thinking about as far as um, about uh, anything new coming? I mean, we would I mean what I'm thinking about is hot chocolate. Because <laughs> this is good. Okay, good. But what I'm thinking about coming up in the Tea Lamb Clubs, I've had a lot of fun getting ready for my returning leave by spending all of my free time making sure that all new content for the monthly plans is complete through the end of April. And that, for me, has been so much fun. I love the monthlies. If you're not, if some of you hopefully are already there and have, and have tried it out. I, what I didn't want to do was keep recreating the wheel. Like, here's 102. Here's 103. When I come out with 103, I want it to be something different that serves a different purpose. 102 is a strength building off-season plan. And rather than just creating a brand new one of those every year, I thought it'd be a lot more fun since everyone has different Every off-season is different lengths. So by having that monthly option, you know, if you want to do 102 again and then have two more months of the monthly, that's great. Oh, sorry. Um, friends, we got friends. Yeah, I'm too pot. I forgot to turn. I thought I'd turn that on silent, and evidently I didn't. Anyway, still technological difficulties today, and some mommy brain. But all that just to say, it seemed a lot more efficient than creating a brand new plan every single year to just make a brand new plan every month. That's super fun and super challenging. Uh, but as some of you have discovered, it's not the best place to start. It was always intended to be for people coming out of a race plan. And I never really expected anyone to stay in the monthlies for more than, say, six months max, realistically, um, which is not to say you can't. I just didn't think most people would want to. At some point, instead of complaining about, well, you we go back into amazing and then the first six weeks are just nothing but easy effort runs to be like, oh, my God, the first six weeks of amazing. 
Easy effort runs. Yes, love it. No love more it. of these like red light, green light nonsense that MK has me doing. And you don't sure. know what that workout is yet, but you will. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Anyway, all that just to say that like that, um, there's always something new cooking in my brain. It's always going to be terrible. And it's always, and it's going to be coming your way. And I can haunt you even when I'm on maternity leave sitting on top of a frozen diaper. <laughs> so we, so yeah, so um, for some reason, again, I, I think I think there's a full moon out right now. Mm -hmm. Was there a full moon? Yes, and Mercury's in retrograde. So All right. Okay, so we got this and this. We got hashtag Mercury in retrograde and full moon. So there's some stuff going on. So I'm not going to even try to fix my computer right now. For some reason, I can't share my screen. Um, but what we are doing right now, so so MK talked about the I monthly plans. I didn't shower. I know. <laughs> um, so, okay. So we will have two pages for heart rate training, okay? Mm -hmm. One on page on the website is going to be just for race plans. So, you know, um, amazing, excellent, incredible, outstanding, super incredible, super outstanding. Um, the tweaks, which are um, amazing with tweaks and incredible with tweaks, which is kind of after you've done amazing, incredible, and you want to have some tweaks. Um, you're working on twerks. Twerks. I've got my beta testers, my second round of beta testers, and I feel good with where this is at now. I think this is going to be the final version. Um, working on the twerks. And do those are those attached to Amazing Incredible as well? Yes. So the ideal progression with now, because when we were rolling this out, I couldn't have introduced all four plans. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Sure. So you start with the low end, the the well, not the low end, and the high end, but um, the the amazing, and then amazing with tweaks, then amazing with twerks then outstanding or, or then excellent. Um, and the same incredible, incredible with tweaks, incredible with, twer with twerks, outstanding. That would be the ideal progression for anyone coming into heart rate, which of course no one is going to do, but that's what I would, will always recommend once. So the twerks is going to close that gap that exists between the tweaks and the, the next one, which looks really daunting. And it is, I mean, outstanding and excellent are both really daunting plans. Sure. So, so that's what's coming down the pipeline um, and that the twerks will be ready in May. The other request that we've had is for people who want to um, repeat a plan. They've done amazing. They've done incredible. They've done excellent, whatever. And they're like, well, I have the plan. I have the training peaks. Um, do I have to pay the full fee again? And we've um, had some discussion about that. And we are going to um, launch a program sometime in Q1 we, um, with um, a, a discounted rate for you guys for if you want to come back and do the exact same plan you've already bought once before yeah so that would still give you access to me and access to office hours and access to the community and the group um but would take away effectively training peaks in the plan since you you know you already have it you don't need it so that would be you know that's a good way that seems like a, that seems like a fair compromise yeah. and it's one that we're we're going to roll out later we got to get through some other things first yeah but it's definitely on so that's just on our um that's just on our radar. So just yeah. know that. Um, and so, yeah, so all this stuff, the twerks, the, um, the, you know, come backing again, the, the re, what would we call it? The, the redo, like, I don't know, you know, amazing redo, amazing version. I don't know, whatever is going to we'll be. We'll come up with some name for it. Yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be named well. Yes. <laughs> if nothing else, the plans have good names. And then, um, then we'll also put the tweaks up on the website as well. So you yeah. can order that right away instead of having to ask for them. And the twerks will be out towards the end of April, beginning of May. Okay. So, so that's that. So, and again, Heart Rate 101 is going to be, um, as always, as it is, um, we are going to have a um, rolling admission still. So you, you can pick that up anytime you want. Same with 102. That's rolling admission, meaning you can sign up on a Thursday and start your plan that Monday. Um, but we found with 101 um, that the group mentality seems to really benefit everybody because you're coming into a brand new way of training. And this, we're speaking to people who have already kind of 
gone on the on-ramp. Yeah. Um, but we have a, a new wave starting um, on January 8th, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, January 8th, and it'll be six weeks, and it'll go through the first week in May. So that's going to be eight weeks of training. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which just seems, which seems to be good and more fair to people that are totally brand new to heart rate. So if you're, if you find yourself in 101 and there are lots of reasons to do 101, and if you find yourself in there again, just, you know, be as, please be as excited and warm and welcoming as you can. If you see, turn on the notifications for that Facebook group. So if you see someone commenting, jump in there, I'm still going to be there super active too, but I really want to make, that's the one group, uh, well, 101 and 102, 102 seems to be a lot more self-sufficient, I suppose. Um, but one-on-one people there, you know, there's not quite the, the pylon collaborative type of environment that, that exists in the race plans and in the monthly plans, the monthly plans are loud right now. And I love it. There's so much going on, but I want that same type of volume to be turned up in one-on-one and one-on-two as well. So anything you can do to help me there would be much appreciated. Wait, you want things to be loud, loud and talkative. Shocking. I know. Wow. Wow. Um, and, uh, and so since, since we talked about it, we had a couple of questions about your maternity, maternity leave. Yes. Um, well, so we're going to talk about it right now with a big asterisk that says, you know, we have no idea how this birth is going to go, nope. how you're going to feel. Nope. So this is our preliminary plan. But like many birth plans, they don't go exactly how you think they will. So nope. talk about what you um, what you're thinking. All of my births up to this point have been pretty easy. So and but I'm sure that I'm carrying the Antichrist and all everything <laughs> about this is going to be complicated. So all everything that I've sort of said and done up to this point has been to prepare for the worst case scenario of I'm going to need like a lot of help full time. I'm going to be busted. I'm probably not going to be able to do anything. And if I can get up that curve sooner, great. But, um, but if not, I'm not, I'm not having to, um, you know, that you won't be suffering for promises that I can't keep. So I don't, I love making promises. I hate making promises. I can't keep. Um, I'm definitely going to be taking four weeks off completely. Um, just until, but also, you know, my babies, like, like I was saying to Dimity, I still made them with Alex Fleming and man, my husband, he's got that. He's got this sleep gene that I can't describe. He could sleep 22 hours a day, wake up, poop, go right back to bed and sleep another 22 hours. And my kids can do the same thing. Um, all of them have been sleeping through the night by six and a half weeks. I'm, um, I'm kind of hoping that, that this okay, will... I kind of hate you for just saying that. I've just got to say, you know, <laughs> it always is why the antichrist, this one won't sleep until it's six and they'll have colic and they'll be <laughs> allergic to everything. I mean, God knows what I'm going to get. That's what I'm expecting. But Hopefully this will be aligned with the other kids. And um, so if I, I'm, I'm planning to take four weeks off completely. And then the first thing I'm going to do coming back will be office hours. I, unless again, this, this birth is completely traumatic. Um, and you know, I'm in, I'm in the ICU for a really long time. Um, then just expect that, right now. you know, we're really going to hope that doesn't happen. But in, in barring that office hours should resume four weeks after the baby's born. And you know, that time's going to fly. So uh, in the in the meantime, you'll you know I and then quickly after that, as I'm able, I'm gonna jump back into the Facebook group. When that happens, I'm kind of like poking my head back out. I'm gonna remind everybody, and I'm gonna ask Susan DeLeo to remind everyone too, that um, if you want me to see something, you have to tag me. Right now, I'm on bed rest. I'm sitting up right now. I'm gonna go back home and go back to bed. Um, and part of bed rest is boredom. And I'm in that Facebook group like a teenage girl, like I was when we first started. I'm commenting on everything, whether I'm tagged or not. Expect me to miss things when I'm coming back from maternity leave and be really diligent about tagging me. If there's something I need to see, step in and, and tag me. Um, Cause otherwise it's just, 
It's hard yeah, to yeah. know. Yeah. Where's Coach MK? Sitting on a frozen diaper. Would you like to talk about why? Okay, no, nope, then tatter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I'm, as long as you can work with me through that time as I slowly start coming back to my, um, because the first, the first responsibility I'm going to take back take back on as you um, and then work my way back into the other things I do for the broad organization. Yep. And then, uh, and just so you know, we, um, once she's kind of ready to go, uh, well, we have a couple of things, exciting things that are going to go on with content. We'll go back to our round two content um, podcasts and all that kind of stuff. Um, we are going to document her um, comeback. Big one. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. (laughs) So, um, and that's going to be pretty helpful. I think for, I I know we've got a lot of women in this group that are not, you know, uh, we're not going to be pregnant anytime soon, but I think just seeing your progression and also, um, you know, having been a lurker on a lot of the Facebook pages for many years, like a lot of us still um, leak when we do our jump ropes. And, you know, I mean, there's definitely just because you never worked on your public floor before doesn't mean that, you know, 10 years post birth, you can't, and you can't make it better. So we're going to talk about my vagina a lot, y'all. I promise (laughs) not to show you pictures, but I'm going to take you step by step through what I'm doing to um, rehab first my pelvic floor, then my lower abs, like methodically the way I've done it the last few times. And hopefully we'll still be able to do this time, but you know, you're going to be on this journey with me. And if there are any skips you've stepped or any steps, I said that any steps you've skipped, um, rest assured your body um, has not gone at, you know, it it doesn't just come back together. You know, those little parts down there just don't. So we're going to talk about the ways um, that you can bring them back together. And, you know, if, if you, if, even if your youngest is your youngest child is um, 10. 18 years old, <laughs> we can, yeah. we can still close that gap. Yeah. But there's no, we're not Facebook living her birth. We're not, there's there, my yeah. husband wants to, I'm just like, no, 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 That's we'll, too we'll, much. we'll keep it private. Um, okay. So we're going to drop into some questions. So hi, Karen, thank you for saying hi. And Tamara says we both look beautiful. So high oh, five for yay! that. Um, okay. So the first one comes from Amanda. Um, she got into the Berlin marathon in September of 2018. Good for you. What? training plan do you recommend if I don't want a PR and what should you do in the marathon? Um, in the meantime, before training starts in May, I've been through one marathon and one half marathon cycle with heart rate, and this will be her 11th marathon. She'd like to do a couple races leading up to the marathon to keep her motivated. It kind of depends on where you, where you're at right now. It's hard to answer because if you're, if you're starting the Berlin marathon, I think that training would begin in, um, in late March. So but the question really is, what do you want to do between now and March? We need to keep you running and we need to keep you um, sort of in that space. Because what happens is when when people go um, off, they go off plan, they almost go completely off the reservation. So it's like, oh, I remember this one vividly. So I have one of my, one of my clients, my group trainees, um, he finished the marathon and he felt so guilty because it had always been his job to take his kids to these sports things. And he, he comes right back off it and is like, Oh honey, I'll take that mantle back up. And she's like, great. And then she joined a Pilates class and trying to negotiate to get Wednesday nights back. So he could rejoin us at the track and Saturday mornings back. Cause that's when her Pilates classes were. Um, she wasn't ready to give that up. And it became, it got really awkward for everyone for a while. Because so if you think about that workout time as precious real estate on your calendar, you've got to be really careful about giving it away between now and March, because what's it going to take to get it back that could delay the start of your plan. So my best advice to anyone always is if you know, you're going to do this again, let's not stop. Maybe we don't have to be in overdrive. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't be in overdrive, but you could jump in the monthly plans 
and, you know, take a look at the hard workouts and be like, not doing that and opt for the strength and easy effort runs all the way through. You could do um, 101. You could do 102. You could jump in amazing and just sort of like pick and choose the workouts you want to do. The world really is your oyster until that training plan begins. So think more about how you want to spend that time, though. I would argue this is the time that if you want to work out things with your nutrition, if you want to work out things with strength, the off season is the time to do that. So think about what your greatest weakness is between now and Berlin. And who knows, you might PR when you get there. Um, if you take, if you really take the time, I mean, PRs are, are born in the off season. They're not born in the training cycle. Ooh, that's a good quote. Mm. Sweet. I think we need to make a, a meme out of that. A t-shirt, too. <laughs> a t-shirt, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Amy is coming to the retreat at Cape Cod. Awesome. Yay. Excited to see you there, Amy. And fall is looking good for an actual time goal, so I'm looking forward to that. What should I do between now and when training cycle starts? She's finishing up her MBA uh, done to be done in the summer, and she's working on getting her abs to do their share of the work. Um, she had her appendix out approximately two months ago. So she doesn't have a time goal in the spring, but I do like having a race on the calendar and they're fun. Amazing again for a half sometime in May. Especially with the appendix surgery, I would be like nothing really harder than amazing. Um, we don't, this now is not the, when your body is healing, when it's repairing is this is not the time for speed work. This is not the time for anything beyond healing. First we heal, we keep moving, doing what we can, when we can, then only when that is firmly and completely behind us do we really start pushing forward. So, yeah, I think amazing is the way to go. Um, yeah, and to, that's, I mean, that's a very similar question to the last one as far as, like, she wants to turn it up in the fall. So, yeah, yeah amazing is perfect. Or she could do amazing with tweets if she's done that before. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. The thing to remember is, like, you can only have one goal at a time. And right now you just said you had appendix surgery. Healing from that is the goal. Coming back from MBA that is and getting the MBA. Yeah. Like, I got mine, too, and I remember those less that – you know, enjoy the rest of that experience before it's done. Um, you know, even if you're doing it, it's not like in the super intense way that that I did where I was on campus, like at, in school again. Even if you're doing it all at night and on the weekends, um, you know, that's still an experience to relish. And I don't don't push yourself so hard that you miss those final few months of, you know, real glory before the responsibility sits back in of having to use it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, in Cape Cod, I mean, that's going to be a great flat course, right? Oh is it flat? Am I making that up? I'm you're totally not. making that up. Oh, I, I, I thought you were kidding. Are you kidding? No, I just think of like I just think of beach, and so next to beach is flat, but that's not the case. Oh my god, no, this no, no I have not looked at the course. It's like Big Sur is easier. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not you a PR course. First. Not a PR course. Okay. No, but it's kind of like Mount Desert. It's it's less hilly than Mount Desert Island. Okay. It's less hilly than Millinocket. Okay. That means nothing to me, but. If you've been to Mount Desert Island or Millinocket, where's Millinocket? Yeah. Millinocket's in Maine. That sounds like very Long Island, like very Hamptonish. <laughs> it's out in Sag, whatever. Sag, Sag Harbor. Sag Harbor. Yeah, Sag exactly. Okay, Pat Brockman. Will there be someone to help evaluate the EAT and confirm a race plan? Her marathon is May 8th, or April 8th. I'm sorry. She has the email info from my previous plan. Pat Brockman, I've said that I fucking love you so much that let me tell you, even if I'm unconscious, I will help you make that race plan. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And I should be back in force by April the 8th. Um, my goal is to be back completely by the end of April, even in my worst, even in my most conservative predictions. So yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry too much. And and if there are people who are racing in February or um, early March, and you you would like to talk it through, I mean, I am no MK by any stretch, but I can definitely 
help you a little bit and I can take, you know, she also has a direct line to me. So like, yes. you know, and she's going to be seeing me a lot while I'm in the gym, like trying to pull my cooter back together. So if you have something that you like, if you've got a cooter conversation piece, and I think that should be the title of your email to Dimity, um, that she could bring to me during our meetings, then, you know, I could, I could probably, well, I'm going to come and steal your baby too. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to steal the baby. I want the baby. I don't want to give birth, but I want the baby. Who does? Okay. Uh, Susanna Lucas. Hi, ladies. Looking Hi. for input. She did the excellent and amazing with tweaks. And then she worked with a local coach for the Philly Marathon, mm. which left her with a few overuse injuries. She's been working with a PT and finally feeling better with his help and lots of rest. I know I need to work on strength, especially with my glutes and hip. She's coming to the retreat to run the half in the fall, but she doesn't have a spring race. A spring race best way to plan for 2018 with heart rate plans um it kind of depends on where you are right now with your rehab um because i don't want to put you right back into overuse my my initial reaction would be oh the monthlies but those are really hard like those those are those are some pretty challenging workouts in there um they're also going to be heavier on the strength and less so on the um the speed elements from january through may so that well, not January. Sorry. From from <laughs> I just finished that one today. Um, from February until May, the 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 monthlies would probably be a good safe place for you to to hide, play, and rehab. Because again, it's gonna they're super 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 strength heavy. And then after that, let's let's evaluate where you are, how you're feeling, and then pick a plan from that point forward. Because to be like, well, I know I'm gonna do outstanding in the fall. Um, I'm always kind of hesitant about that because you know you y'all haven't seen the tweaks yet, the twerks yet. The twerks are good. The twerks might be a really solid choice. Um, so between now and twerks, let's, let's, let's just kind of be like, what's my next best step. And I think that next best step for you, depending on what your PT says and where you're at, um, in your rehab could be a lot of different things. Um, but the, the monthlies would not be a terrible option starting in February. And you just said this earlier. So I just want to repeat this so that people here, like there definitely are speed elements or, or more challenging elements in all of the monthly plans. But that doesn't mean that you cannot just turn those runs into an easy effort because it's no, yeah. there's no finish line at the end of the monthly. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want. If you don't want to do any of those hard effort runs, just get in there and be like, thank God I don't have to find out what, what hog jaw tastes like. Hog jaw, hog jaw. I don't even know what hog jaw is. So neither does make a duck. In. I love that. <laughs> she came back hog slow. I'm like, Yankees. <laughs> so yeah, so, so that's great. And then um, she would start again. I can't pull up the dates, unfortunately, but she would start training for Cape Cod when? Um, that's October 22nd. So that would be or 28th, 29th. 28th. Yeah. That would still be end of May. End of May. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They are on our, the, the dates are on our website. It's just that, um, my computer's not cooperating. Okay. Kimberly, how do you know, um, when and if you are ready to try a marathon and what's the difference between the weekly training time? How different is a weekly training time compared to amazing? If you're so, going from incredible to amazing, from amazing to incredible, it's not that much more of a time suck. So a couple of your week of your weekly runs will get longer, and your weekend runs will get quite a bit longer because I think the longest run, the longest long run on amazing was three hours. The longest long run in um, is in the in incredible is 240 minutes. So, so that's four hours. That's four hours. So knowing that. Um, just to understand a marathon is always a much bigger undertaking than a half when we have to do quite a bit more to prepare, but I almost err on the side of over preparing people for a half because we're really just trying to cram in as much cardio development week as we can without hitting that tipping point into injury. Uh, so you're well positioned if you've done, if, if you've done amazing before you'll get to incredible and be like, this wasn't a huge step up. Whereas if you go to incredible with tweaks, you're going to be like, ah, and if you go to outstanding, you're going to be like, ah, 
and we don't want that. So I'd rather you have be like, that wasn't so bad. And like challenge yourself and get really excited, get that gleam in your eye for the next step rather than bite off more than you can chew and, and feel like a failure when you need to ratchet back, but don't want to admit that you need to ratchet back. That's just a back and forth. Once, once you're in that psychological hole, it's so hard to get out of. So you're ready to train for a marathon when you're ready to do that extra work and you're ready to actually follow the plan because no one can fake a marathon. Yeah. Like no, one. maybe Navy SEALs. I've met, I, I shouldn't, I should say that a friend, a friend of mine uh, was given a last minute entry to the New York city marathon and he ran it with no prep, but he was a Navy SEAL that was discharged six months prior to New York City Marathon. 26 years old. Yeah, 28, right? So like, he can do it, but you know, if you're not him, (laughs) let's not count on it. Um, So yeah, it it really comes down to discipline more than anything else. Um, You, you know, I give reluctantly the option for people to run four days a week on Amazing. I do not give that option for marathons. I do not think it is a good or safe idea for most humans under the age of 65 to train for a marathon on fewer than five days a week. So when you're really ready to go, go with the plan, not pick and choose and just commit, that's when you're ready to do a marathon. And if you want to, I mean, the other, uh, just the emotional side of it, the mental side of it is, I just want to just be clear, like there's nothing that says that you have to run a marathon to be a runner, right? So it has to be an exciting um feet to you an exciting adventure kind of think about that a little bit um because if it's like if it feels like oh i just have to do this so that people know i'm a runner so that i can say i've run a marathon it's come week 14 or week 16 or mile 13 in the race no so it's got to be something that's that's personally interesting to you and then at a location that kind of fires you up a little bit because it's it's a long it's a long way to go yeah so it really is and it's it's a bigger undertaking than a lot of people understand so Okay, um, Amanda wants to BQ in five years. She's got about an hour to shave off her time. So where does she start? I'd like to do a half in the spring and a full in the fall. Strength. Strength is the element that no one really wants to wrap their brain around. Um, And I would definitely start there because before we, everyone wants to get excited and do speed work, speed work, speed work. And let me tell you about speed work. When coaches talk about speed work, we're talking specifically about speed development, taking a well-coached athlete to that next step. And everyone's like, that's me, that's me, that's what I want. I'm like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. that the person that I am putting into speed development, um, I just got a new elite to give you to give you some steps. It's a friend, a friend of Dimity's. No, I'm just kidding. She's like someone Dimity happens. She's Dimity. a teacher at a school that my kids used to go to. But that's... she will always be like Dimity's person in my brain. So. Yeah, I know, but I've never <laughs> met her. That's okay. Um, but so I took her on and she was really shocked. She's like, you're not going to have me running in a group. I'm not doing track sessions. I'm not, what are you doing? I'm like, you're going to go to the PT and you're going to get a full evaluation by Alex Lanton. And then you're going to talk to Ellie, the nutritionist. And then I'm going to start building out your plan. And she was really shocked. I made her wait three weeks before I would write her plan, even though I agreed to take her on. Um, and that, I feel that strongly about like, we got to lock the basics in before we do the fun stuff, the high level, the sexy stuff. So you're asking me where to start. I'd start the same place I made my elite start. I would go to, especially if you've had a baby in the last five years, if you've not taken the time to rehab it, what does it hurt? Go see and your deductible resets at the beginning of the year anyway, might as well go see a pelvic floor PT. Be like, I just want to know if anything down there could be better. Then after that, go see a regular PT and just like, I'd like to know if anything else down here could be improved. And then from there, once you've got a personalized strength plan, 
and you're really and the ability to stick with it. And you're going to have that ability if you're in um, any of these training groups asking for accountability on a daily basis, because you're not the only person I'm saying this to. I say this to everybody um, and potentially working with Ellie. The sooner you can get on the Ellie train, the better, because to really master the marathon, to really do well in the marathon, it's not speed work as much as it is making sure that your body is burning fat for fuel. Um, people want to, you know, it's more fun to play with chomps and gels and all the fun stuff that you can like carry in a neat little thing on your sports skirt. But, you know, and not that any of that is bad, but it's also really nonspecific. If we can start dialing and dialing in to your best version of you, then that's going to make five years probably turn into three or two. I was about to say, I was really, I'm really proud. I mean, I'm not your mom, but I, I like that perspective so much. It's going to, you know, she wants five years to be you like that. Yeah. How often does someone come to say that to you? You know, not often. Like, enough. oh, I wanted my next training cycle. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like, yeah. I know this is going to take time and no, I don't really want to talk to a PT and no, my nutrition's fine. I eat healthy. And I'm like, I yeah. ate grapes for dinner last night. That's not healthy. I mean, yeah. that's healthy. But is that a good idea? It's kind of my, my kids have this book by Mo Willems called That Is Not a Good Idea. <laughs> and, uh, and it pop, keeps popping in my head when I, when I hear a lot of the questions in the Facebook pages. This is what I'm going to do. I'm like, that is not, not a good, good idea. idea. Mo, we need you. We need yeah, you. Right? Don't let the pigeon drive the bus. So I know that's kind of a word salad -y, not not tweetable type of answer, but that's exactly where I would start. Awesome. Um, Ruth wants to train for a 10K in 2018. She's done her rate 101. Should she redo the training plan and progress to heart rate 102, or should she join the monthly plans? I fortunately cannot commit to a half marathon in 2018, so that's, she wants to run a 10K. That's okay. You know what? You really, you're going to kick the bejesus out of a 10K if you're in the monthly plans. Every, and I'm so proud of this. Every single person that I'm aware of in the monthly plans in the month of November that ran a turkey trot 5K or 10K PR'd that distance. So now that I can say that, I'm going to be saying this for a very long time to come. Um, in November 2017, 31 people on the monthly plans, 20 of them PR'd 5Ks or 10Ks. If that's what you want to do, let's get in the monthly plans. And do we also have, we have a 10K plan spun off the amazing, correct? Yes, for people that want to take a little more time to get there. Okay, and so that's a 20-week plan, and that's, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's another option for you as well, um, and we will have that. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of infrastructure that we need to create, and I want to make sure that it's clear about where where people should go. So once we have all those programs up, of course, we'll let you all know. Because so it's can... almost never just one 10K, right? So the, the, the 10K plan that kind of leverages off the amazing plan, I thought I spun it out for two reasons. Number one, people, I assuming people had already done a race plan um, and then wanted to run like a, a fast or a 10K then, and you still wanted to devote that kind of time to it. Like spring is going to be about a 10K. This is the plan for you. For people that are like, you know, I'm going to do this race series and it's a 10K every month. You know, you could do um, you. You there are a lot of different things you could do, but the monthlies would would, monthlies. would accommodate that. And the monthlies are cool because they they switch it up, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we we have some fun stuff. You have some fun. Stuff. You, you created some really fun stuff. You're gonna find a lot of new gears. New gears, exactly. Racing gears, racing gears. Okay, um, Michelle is thinking that she would like to take 2018 and just work on getting more efficient at the 140 pace. What do you think? What would be the best way to do this? I'll probably run a few local races, but not anything for times. I know I sound like a broken record, but it's strength and nutrition. Um, strength goes the fastest route to fast is specific strength. It's not and, you know, it's it's not running out and joining Orange Theory Fitness and CrossFit, which I have nothing against either one. That's a lot of strength. It's not specific strength. So we need to build both general and specific strength. I give you a lot of different ways to do it. Um, I would start there and I would start with Simply Nourish Like a Mother and make sure you're fueling yourself properly. Because if you are 
um, starving your muscles of the basic macronutrients they need in order to thrive, there's not a whole lot I can do to make those muscles stronger. Um, okay. And so if she wants to, but if so, if she's looking at maybe not racing for time this year, like sure. what kind of running plan would you have her on? Um, I would put her either on amazing with tweaks or potentially amazing with twerks. Um, when that comes out, um, at the, at the end, towards the end of April, um, that's, and I, again, we could also do it on the monthlies. We can build a lot of strength each month on the monthlies. So you, the, it's kind of your, what kind of time horizon do you want on it would be the next question. So understanding that the monthlies are hard, but you have a bit more control over what you do and what you don't, or, you know, you can sort of pick and choose um, the hard workouts to do because you don't have a race at the end of it um, versus being an amazing, which again is long. Um, or amazing with tweaks, which 20 weeks is a long time. And if you don't have a race at the end, a lot of people feel like they can't get motivated. So ask yourself, like, based on you, what is most likely, which tracks are you most likely to stick to? Um, because what we what we can't do is start picking and choosing and then defaulting to nothing and then come back in and be like, why am I not more efficient? So, um, I, I again, I know it's not a very direct answer, but the answer is different for a lot of people, which is why we have so many, so many different options. I know for me, I'm I'm. A long-term thinker. I'm a long-term planner, um, and for me, that would be amazing. Like I'm going to be jumping directly into incredible once I've repaired my pelvic floor for um, uh, the New York City Marathon uh, after this baby comes, God willing. Um, I don't necessarily recommend that for. Well, we'll talk and we'll we'll discuss that later. But um, all, all that just to say is like I'm not a month-to-month -month type of person. A lot, if you are, let's get in the monthlies. Yeah, yeah, especially for strength. Um, she's been, um, Amanda's been through heart rate 101 <laughs> a couple of times and she's still doing about a 14 minute mile pace when she tries to keep her heart rate under 140. Um, do you remember Amanda's question? Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 She, she wants to, she wants to get faster. Oh, that's right. She's once wants to be cute. So five minute, okay. uh, your, your five year plan. So yeah, that's perfect. We definitely want, we definitely want strength and nutrition are going to be your fastest routes there because, and, and they're the least likely to bring injury. So we can take two to three minutes off of it. Once we get your body burning its own fat for fuel, um, we can easily take two to three minutes off of your easy effort pace without putting you through speed workouts on a track. Um, Pat says you and your baby are far more important than my marathon, but thank you. I love you, Pat. Um, okay. Set, um, Lu Lucia, 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 might you please consider linking in a community other than Facebook? I may be the only person who doesn't go on that site, but really interested in participating more. Well, we have the Strava group and we have the Polar group. They're just not quite as active. No, they're not. And they serve different purposes. So our best luck so far has been with Facebook. But if you have any suggestions, we're open. Yeah, we did have, when we first launched the Train Like a Mother website, which was um, two years ago around this time, um, we had community forums. And, um, you know, people just wouldn't, um, you know, we unless there's an easy way to get to it from your phone, really, because that's really how we do things now, um, there is, it just, it just didn't quite have the chattiness that the Facebook pages have had. Um, but it's definitely something on our radar. I mean, we've been talking about trying to think about an app. Um, it feels very daunting right now. <laughs> yeah, lie. there's a lot we got to get in place first. And plus apps are super expensive to develop. Um, as the, the director of corporate development over here, I've been pulling the reins on an app uh, for, I'm like, I know y'all want one, but like we do not have the money yet. So yeah, yeah. So we'll <laughs> remember see. we're a small growing business. Yeah, but I appreciate the question. And if you have an idea, um, please email us because, you know, maybe there's definitely technology that I don't know about, you know, yeah, as long as it's not Snapchat. I don't want to be on Snapchat. Or Reddit. Or I don't want to be on Reddit. 
I'm, I mean, I'm all for Serena Williams and supporting her and her husband, but like not, not, <laughs> not through using Reddit. Uh, okay. Karen is currently enjoying the monthly plans and she says, yes, enjoying with a smiley face. Good. I thought you'd like those. Um, no races on the calendar, but thinking that a half sometime this spring, I will, I have a coupon for wine glass this October since I deferred. This will be my third marathon with heart rate. How long do I hang in the monthly programs and what plan do you suggest for me for fall? My last wine glass was five years ago and it was a 402. So it should be ice and then a cake if I could repeat that performance <clears throat> or close to a 405. I'd say hang out in the monthlies as long as you're having fun. To start training for a wine glass, it's the first weekend in October. It would probably be the right around the time I'm coming back from my maternity leave. So this would be, um, I think the monthlies are a pretty good and safe place to play and build strength, keep working with Ellie. Make sure, because you had that cramping issue that hasn't popped up in a while, um, but really want to make sure that's completely locked down. And I think I... You know, we'll we'll wait and see how you feel because I don't want you to be overtrained coming out of the monthlies, um, going directly into the marathon plan. But the twerks might be the best option for you. So let's evaluate the twerks when they come out, and then we'll talk. Perfect. Um, Carrie. Um, Megan Duncan. I love that she's here. Love you, <laughs> Megan. Um, okay. Carrie, uh, Kate, she's coming to Cape Cod as well. Yay! Yeah. Um, so post-dopey, should she do one or two or monthly heart rate? What I want to do in 2018 is a few sprint triathlons, possibly an Olympic, um, with all all in the late summer, early fall. Cape Cod is the only half on my schedule. Um, yes, you broke me of the 50 state VA. <laughs> yeah. um, I use the Train Like a Mother Tri program for that, but I wanted to maintain after the dopey once I take a few weeks off. And how do I work in the Cape Cod training? Too much on my plate. Um, that's a lot. I Because I'm not the tri-coach, I'm very reticent to be like, this is how you could train for a marathon through tri-season. Well, I, she, I, I think she's doing the half, first of all, in, in um, Cape Cod, it sounds like. Okay. Yeah. We're training for a half. I don't, I'm... I don't like, I don't, I'm afraid I'd be answering a question for the tri coaches and I, and I'm really reticent to do that. Um, I'm not sure how long their plans are when they would start. Well, so, um, I'm the bridge between all the programs. Um, and I have helped people, um, with the sprint, especially, um, plans. The sprint is a 12 week plan. And what I, what we do typically is we extend the long runs and then, um, after race date, I can help you. So I've helped a couple of people do this, Carrie, and, um, and, you know, and I can have you okay it. Um, it's very much, I basically like have them increase the length of the long run and then um, head over to kind of an amazing like plan. Okay. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty, we can, we can work with that. Um, yeah. And the, we could definitely, if she's coming out of the tri programs, I would, I would expect she'd be able to go directly to a bridge plan. Yeah. Like to get me to Philly plan and that would get her to Cape Cod. Yeah. We would just have to make sure that you're doing a lot of strength because it's a hilly half. It's a hilly half. It yeah. definitely qualifies as a hilly half. Yeah. But let's work on it. I mean, so drop us a line and we can kind of talk through the dates and what you're looking at. Um, and the good news about the sprints, the triathlon programs is you can kind of, you know, they don't encourage racing back to back weekends, but you could definitely race more than once because yeah. of the three, um, three disciplines. It's just, it just is easier on your body. Um, so it's, some people don't believe that, but it's, it's true. true. Yeah. So, um, which is why it's so hard when I get someone in the off season and they're like, you know, I, I work with a lot of tri coaches who pass people to me for short periods of time to improve their running. Um, and they're just like, they feel like I punch them in the face every morning. And I'm like, this is more running than what they normally do. And running is the highest impact of those three sports that a triathlete will do. So I understand it's going to feel like you got punched in the face either way once try season is over, but it's a very loving punch. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze hold on one second. Oh, I'm not. 
Shara, it's your question. It's making me sneeze. If I sneeze in the middle of it, I'm sorry. Okay, Shara says, hello. As we talked about, the big goal, my big goal is my first marathon at Niagara Falls. Yeah. And it, she's incredible and working on working one-on-one together. For spring, I'm looking to build up strength. She's adding in bar and yoga once a week and do amazing with tweaks for the Buffalo half. Assuming that is solid, how do I transition from Dina to the first weeks of amazing? And I can I keep up my long, and can I keep, my long run properly long and leave my um, recovery run on Tuesdays. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it totally okay. does. So when you're coming out of Dina, Dina, Dina's one of the monthly plan options for those of you that don't know. Um, and the long runs are shorter than what I normally recommend. But I'm, um, so what I would want you to do is make sure that your, sh- that your shortest long run is no shorter than 110 minutes. Um, and to trans as we transition back towards uh, amazing and kind of build it out from there. But I think, I think in January, at least, definitely this month, in December and January, the long runs are still on the longer side. Um, so I think you should be okay and we shouldn't have to make many changes there. Um, the most important thing would be um, making sure that we're getting uh, we're, we're getting enough out of your strength and that you are recovering on easy days because, you know, bar and Pilates, they're great, but it's also a lot. So I want to make sure that you're, you're, ta- you're taking care of yourself, that you're still continuing to work with Ellie. Um, and once... All, all of this is going to fall into place beautifully for for amazing. I'm not. I mean, for Niagara Falls. No, for Niagara Falls, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, incredible. I'm not worried about you at all. I'm not worried about you, Shira. All right. Um, okay. Um, uh, Pat is asking, I trust your heart rate plans to have me ready for my marathon, but knowing that my marathon at best will take me six hours is a four-hour long run going to do is that enough preparation for her yeah and here's why um we're up against the law of diminishing returns every time we send you out there um we know from science that the law of diminishing returns kicks in around two and a half hours into the long run that said two and a half hours um all all the studies were based off of elite athletes we don't have good studies on non-elite athletes trying to prep for a marathon what we do know is where the point of injury really starts to set in. Um, when you think about you need, you've got to be a really fit person to do one thing continuously for six to eight hours. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I had the widest gateway possible for people to enter these marathon plans. I didn't want to have a bar that, cause you know, when you're going to do it anyway, that if you're not working with me, you're going to download a plan, do things on your own and probably make bad choices. Um, so I wanted to make sure that the incredible plan was designed to take everyone in. I don't like calling it a couch to marathon plan, but effectively someone who's going from couch to marathon could safely prep for a marathon on the incredible plan. So with that in mind, is four hours enough? Yes. More is not necessarily better. Past four hours, we're just r- running the risk of you getting injured. Well, and the day before, right, is, um, it's a, remember our long run sandwich, Pat. So Friday, you're going to probably, I don't have it in front of you. I think it's a 90 minute run. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, so most of them are half the distance. So if it's like, it, it's, it's usually half and half. So it'd be like four hour run, then it's two hours a day before. Yeah. Or something I mean, that, like that. Yeah. So, yeah. You're getting six hours between the two days. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely enough. And, and that was by design. That's, and that's why I did that too. I stole that from, Ultra, that training technique is utilized by the Hansons and by most ultra marathoners because you're training for a hundred miler. It's very rare that you're going to have time to run a 60, 70, 80 miler in one day to plan, to, to prep. So that's how they do it. They stack it and they make them like 12 hours apart. Hansons do the same thing. Um, I kind of took that, adapted it for our purposes to make sure that you're at least in a 24 hour period, you're going to be covering 
the amount of time you would expect to be out there, if not a little bit longer. Perfect. Emma is also coming to the retreat in the fall. Yay! Um, and she doesn't have a race in the spring. She's in the monthly plan for now, and she's thinking of just staying there until the fall plan starts. Did you see the praise she got from her Pilates instructor the other day? I think it was one of those. I, I, either, I either sent you a screenshot or I tagged you in it on Facebook, but um, she got big props from her Pilates instructor that was like, ooh, I can't, she sat, they, she sat her on, on an orb. It was like, you know, expecting yeah. her to like make a face and she's a runner. And she's like, no, Oh, didn't feel nice. Nice. She's like, oh, and you're really strong here too. Ooh. So go Emma, go Emma, Doing all the right stuff. You can press your instructor. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So she's thinking about staying in the monthly plans until, um, the fall plan starts. The only race I'm thinking about, it's a 10 K in April. That's fine. Um, is it okay to plan to just stay in the monthly plans until fall training? Just for reference, I've been in the heart rate training since the beginning and in all the half plans in one or two. Totally. And I think you'll have a lot of fun hanging out in the monthly plan until it's time to start. And by then you'll be happy to back off for a little while, go through that base building period. Um, you'll also be strong enough to like conquer those hills come what may in Cape Cod. You'll also be able to teach a Pilates class for crying out loud. Yay. Crazy bammer. Um, Cynthia, hi guys. I've missed actually training with you, MK, but I've been wondering where you've been. <laughs> um, she's been, she's been hanging out in the stride group. She and Lisa, um, oh. put up some very fun videos. So thank you for That's your awesome, awesome um, participation in that Cynthia. Um, okay. She's been doing EE runs pretty consistently through the fall and stride into the holidays. She turns 40 next August and she wants a big fun race. What do you recommend? And she didn't make the Cape Cod registration. I'm sorry. Cape, that was, uh, that was a unicorn. Yeah, um, which was a good. It was a Cape Cod unicorn. It's a great thing, but um, it's a really hard race. We also understand that we need to have more um, geographic diversity with our retreats, and that's definitely on our lists for for future years. But Cynthia needs a fun race to celebrate her 40th birthday in the fall. Where mm -hmm. is she going? How much fun do you want to have? <sighs> is really kind of the question. Um, Amsterdam has a really terrific race in October. It's one of my favorite marathons. Venice has a marathon, um, like Venice in Italy. Um, I mean, and again, I know that's, it's kind of like out there, but also the Caribbean marathons start taking up, picking up around that time. Um, uh, Trinidad and Tobago are allegedly are bringing back their half and full marathons this year. Um, and don't go during hurricane season. No, 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 don't do that. Then Costa Rica has a marathon. Um, what about if she wants to stay domestic? If she wants to if stay, her, her passport is expired. Where, where should she go? Okay. And I'm, I'm always like, like default to, if we, if we don't have a time goal, let's go somewhere hot and then like lay on the beach where people can bring me things while I, <laughs> while I lay on the beach and recover in the sunshine. Um, so if you're going to be staying domestically, again, there, there are fun ones. You could, there's, there's one called space coast that people like a lot. Um, that's in Florida. That's toward the beginning of December. Um, uh, I guess think about like, where do you want to go? more yeah. than anything where do you want to go and who want who do you want to take with you if you're looking at a besties trip you could do vegas um just the the fair warning about vegas it's a night race desert winds are a thing um the weather's pretty unpredictable but it's the end you know if you go there and it's on a sunday night so go on saturday afternoon <laughs> mm -hmm. and take a couple of days off from work in Vegas, you could have a really, really, really good time. The problem is when people like try to do it for a weekend and then after they show up, they realize, oh no, I can't drink and do crazy stuff because my marathon's on Sunday. I'd, like somehow that always surprises people when they get there and I'm not quite sure why. Um, also the Disney races. Like, I mean, if you really want to have a fun one, that Tinkerbell weekend with people and Princess weekend, people lose their minds over it. Um, I've not been there yet. To, to, to see for sure. But, you know, there are lots of really fun options. I would start with who am I going to take and where do we want to go? And then from there, I can, I can help you sort of narrow it down a little bit because 
you know, race weekends, the world's your oyster. If there's no pressure about time finishes and, you know, you can have a lot of fun in a whole lot of places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, Kathleen is asking, can you use the amazing plan for trail running? Fun thing. Fun fact. I'm going to be coming out with trail twerks very soon. Um, the modifications we would need to make for a trail race. I've started working on those. I'm going to run them. Um, and going to, I'm going to finish those in conjunction with Stephanie Howe Violet, who is the, uh, the ultra coach, since most ultras tend to happen on trails um, and, and get, get, get those in good synchronicity and then have some official, this is how you would modify for any of my plans for a trail race. So, yeah, so we will have those. Um, I would say, I think if she wanted to do it now, I mean, it's, I think it's okay yes. because it's just by time, right? It's just by time. The biggest thing, the biggest thing, the most important thing is you got to, got to, got to be on trails as much as you possibly can, depending on where you are. I know it's winter and I know it's complicated. It might be snowy. Um, but any chance you can put on crampons, put on micro spikes, get out there and do really what needs to be done. Um, because we, what we can't do is train on a road and then get on a trail because every time your foot hits the ground, um, whenever it's hitting like densely packed, when your foot's hitting a densely packed surface, like, um, like a road, there's a spring back and energy return that comes into your leg, um, that sort of assists you with the next footfall that does not happen on a trail. Um, and because when you're hitting something that like rocks or like dirt that's loosely packed, there's almost no, the energy goes, it's dispersed sideways instead of directly back into your leg. So it requires quite a bit more strength, different types of joint adaptations, and you're not getting those adaptations and you're not getting that strength. Um, and you're also not getting the instincts you need if, depending that's on how technical yeah. the trail you're going to. So like running on rocks is really hard to do. So if you don't have good instincts on the rocks, you're going to slow down a lot. You're going to fall and that race is going to be disappointing. So take a good look at your target race take a good look at what sort of terrain it's going to be on and make sure you imitate that terrain every single time you run as frequently as possible during the course of the training plan and then in, in, if you do nothing but that amazing will be great for you but also take the strength super seriously it's not it's not extra it's required exactly um because you said target race my little my little brain went off um we are doing four target races next year which are um, basically, you know, um, they are uh, like a critical mass of mother runners where, um, coach MK, you know, depending upon her baby and her situation, coach Amanda's going to be there. Um, I'll be there. We probably will have a booth at the expo. I'll be there. <laughs> I only listen to Christmas carols this time of year. So <laughs> I need some joy to the world or nothing. Oh, someone's not been watching Troll Holiday. No, I have not. Troll Holiday. Who knew what that was? Oh, wow. The Trolls movie came out. They had to bank off of that with a Christmas special that my kids have made me watch every single day since Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. All right. No more trails. Um, but anyway, so um, we at the Target Races, we have a shakeout run. We have a small gathering in the afternoon um, where Coach MK and Coach Amanda talk through the course. And it's just a good, easy way to come together, um, support each other. And then we cheer. Um, I get in your face with a really big neon sign and She's make you run that. faster. Um, and, um, and you don't have to necessarily be running the race, right? So if you, um, live in, so our races are going to be before I twin cities, um, which is in October, um, the first weekend in October, it's going to be Cape Cod at the retreat. And if you end up coming, wanting to run that race and you didn't get into the retreat, um, you know, we can definitely have a, some kind of situation. I, I don't know what that is yet. Um, it's going to be Ogden, um, which is in Ogden, Utah. That's where our spring retreat is. And that yep. is. May 2021, is that right? Yes, that's um, correct. And then um, the fourth one is, and I'm working backwards, is Cincinnati Flying Pig, 
Um, that is May 6th six, and 7th. 7th, 6th and 7th, yeah. And that has a 10K, that has a half marathon, that has a marathon, and has all kinds of cheese on top where if you want to do, you know, a stacked race, you can do that. And it's hilly. So if you're running that, be aware that is specifically on my hilly, uh, hilly race, uh, race list. list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Thank so you. those are the four that will be at um, this year. Um, and then the other thing um, is that we've got our BAM ambassadors. Um, Yay. Is that how you say it? Bam ambassadors? I think so. I've okay. seen it written more than I've tried to speak it, but yeah, yeah. let's go with that. All right. Bam ambassadors. So, so we are announcing those next week um, and um, we are going to really work with them. It's our first year. So we're, you know, going to be a little bit, we want to make sure everything is flowing smoothly before we blow it out. Um, but, you know, there will be opportunities to maybe, you know, gather in Florida, gather in Virginia, gather in Texas, where, you know, we maybe necessarily can't be there physically, but the spirit of AMR, it will be very much alive. Yeah. My goal is by the end of, by, by 2020, I want to have a BAMR cheering station two miles from every finish line at every race where an, another mother runner could be running. Like any, any BAMR in the tribe could be running. And that's really ambitious. Goals. But hey, man, you know that once you get an MBA, you don't think small after that. No. Hashtag small goals. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, Jackie. Um, I loved my MK heart rate training last year for my first half in May, and I love the sprint try training for my July race. And she did a 10K training for a fall race. She ran another half in the fall and a 50-mile relay. Now I feel the need for a marathon. What? what? <laughs> um, I've kept moving with a stride through the holidays and strength classes, and I've increased my long run a mile each week. And so I'm up to 12-mile long runs tomorrow. Again, what? what? <laughs> so what plan? The marathon is 520, is May 20th. Another part of the equation is that there's a half two weeks before the marathon I plan to do as well. What? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, sorry, Jackie. Sorry, um, Jackie. So do an aggressive half plan no. and add a couple weeks? No. Okay. Um, We're forgetting about the half. If you, if the, well, what do you care about more, the half or the full? Yeah. That becomes the question. Because if we're training for a marathon and throwing a half in, two weeks is too soon. You won't be recovered from that half when you go to run the full. And it's going it, to, it will it will drag down your full experience. So that if you're going to do that half marathon two weeks before the full, that's fine. You need to run it as a training run. Um, you cannot run that as a race and expect to do well at the marathon. So it's this that's they're just too close together. It really is going to be a binary function, one or the other there. Um, and so the plan... You know, it's 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 dangerous business to make plans like that and say, oh, I'm going to parlay this into a full. It's like mm, you're going to come out of, of a, of, you know, if I train aggressively for a half, that's the same as training for a marathon. Right. Like, no, there are different types of workouts. It's different types of strength. It's different types of it's the principle of specificity is what's beaten into your head once you start learning about coaching. That comes first. That trumps all specificity, specificity, specificity. So first we have to define what it is you're training for and then make a specific plan towards that. And the more you're trying to throw in there on top of it, you're just you're demanding too much from a training cycle and from your body, especially for your first marathon training. Cycle. I mean, not, yeah. we wouldn't recommend a, a half, you know, racing a half before any, you know, two weeks before any marathon. But especially yeah. your first marathon, your first marathon really needs to have you need to have capital R respect for it. Yeah. And when, even when my elites do that, I'm terrified of it because I know they're going to want to get out there and their instinct is to run to the front and they're going to blow their race. So the soonest I would allow them to do that in case they can't get over themselves in a race situation is eight weeks out. So, yeah. So you just take a look at your calendar, Jackie, and see what makes sense. And you can email us and anyone can email us and we can talk it through for sure. Yeah. Um, 
And um, and you said uh, looking at traveling to Philly for the AMR target race in the fall. So we will probably have mother runners in Philly, but we're just uh, mixing it up a little bit. We will definitely be in the Twin Cities. Um, and that is an awesome marathon. It really it's, is. It's an awesome first marathon. So if that's something that you're thinking about, um, that's a great. And the plan. So when you ask, like, which plan should I do for 520? It depends on your marathon as well. I don't know which one you picked. Um, if you picked one that is trail-y, then you need to be doing trail runs. If you picked one that's really, really hilly, then you got to take all strength really seriously. But if this is your first marathon full stop, it's I would be hard-pressed to tell you to do anything other than um, the incredible plan. Yeah, incredible. And there is um, hilly tweaks, definitely for the incredible and for any hilly race, we've yeah. got those. So and She says she's done a heart rate training before. So since you've done a heart rate training before, you have my blessing to do the incredible plan with the hilly tweaks, um, if that's necessary for your race. But yeah, absolutely. Remember, just because like uh, in, in incredible is a very inclusive plan, that doesn't mean it's specifically for beginners or babies. It's still a marathon's a marathon, and this training plan's hard. Okay, Casey says um, she just ran her first half on Amazing, and I'll wrap up um, 102 in mid-January. I, th I think I want to step back a bit and focus on weight loss. And after that, she's hanging on to 10 or 15 pounds that haven't budged um, in four and a half years since the little one was born. Um, she has a consult with Ellie scheduled for early February. And then there's a local half at the end of March that would be fun. And I'm thinking I might want to do my first marathon to celebrate my 40th birthday in late fall. Is that too much? Nope. So what? So but the only thing is, so the weight loss. So let's talk about a little bit, recap the weight loss versus training debate. Well, it's training. It's um, it's really about training for performance versus training for, for weight loss, right? If you're doing hardcore weight loss, meaning uh, if you're working one-on-one -on -one with Ellie or you're doing her metabolic reset, then there's a good four-week period where you can't do anything because your metabolism is literally resetting. And that's like, I think she'll let them go for hour-long walks three times a week. No, 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 no. It's, it's 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Oh, it's sessions. 15 minutes. Like, oh, wow. Really, like three or four times a week. I mean, yeah, the metabolic reset will be up next week, um, just so you know. But it is very, you are not training by any stretch. It's almost like you're injured. I mean, and I'm not, that cast it in a bad light, but that's the amount of exercise you get to do. Yeah. I you mean, know? it's it's super restrictive. So knowing, so if that is what you're doing to kickstart your weight loss, then our options are much more limited. Um, if you are not going that way and you're I'm, and you're going through Simply Nourished Like a Mother or revisiting Simply Nourished Like a Mother, doing Living Nourished, um, then yes, it is possible to lose weight but not train for performance. So I would be like, what you need to do is focus on your strength and your nutrition and be on Amazing or Amazing with Tweaks, nothing more intense than that. And really, because anything that brings speed work or race pace work to the table, you don't need to be doing it when you're trying to lose weight. Because those are harder, it's going to cause your body to produce cortisol, and cortisol is the hormone that makes it hard to lose weight. So the amazing and amazing with tweaks, incredible, incredible with tweaks, these two plants don't, were specifically geared to not produce a lot of cortisol and not put, um, and minimize the amount of stress on your body. So if you're training for a half the way that the, one of those two plants would be the only way you would want to go, once any of the hardcore um, weight losing efforts are behind you, then we can discuss what's next. Um, but I'd be hesitant to be like, sure, after this, you can jump into outstanding without talking to you first at the end of that cycle. Absolutely. Um, and so Pat just said, um, Pat has worked one-on-one um, -on -one with Ellie and has been in a lot of our programs. She said, um, I never mind your word salads, MK, but I appreciate these great truths you stated today. One, the sooner you get on the yellow train, the better. Um, and that's just, you know, Ellie has, is, uh, 
really been an asset to so many mother runners. Oh, yeah. She's um, so so. Just so you know, I just want to just do a quick overview so you have a um, sense of this. Simply Nourish Like a Mother is going to launch on January eighth. It's a six week program. Um, you must have completed Simply Nourish Like a Mother to be either in the Living Nourish Like a Mother, which is going to be a three week program in February. That's seasonal, so it's winter, spring, summer, fall. Um, and the Metabolic Reset is also going to launch on January 8th. Um, it's a small group. It's going to be 10 people. It is focused on weight loss. And again, you have to have gone through Simply Nourished first. So you have her eating um, perspective and plan, uh, kind of patterns down. Um, and then there are other um, uh, requirements you must meet, which is one, of course, not training. Yeah. Um, number two, having at least 15 pounds to lose. That's one five, not five zero. Um, and there's like a meta, there's an intake form. And then there's also, um, labs that Ellie needs to see, um, having a certain number of labs within the past six months or certain kind of labs. So, which is all just to say, and it's going to be up, um, early next week and you can take a look <laughs> at it and ask any questions about it after you see it. But, I just want to kind of make that clear because I know it got it got everybody in the um, Simply Nourished alumni group like super excited and and they realized oh but I want to run a marathon oh but I yeah. you know I don't have that much weight to lose or whatever it happens to be um, so just just wanted to kind of lay the foundation set and some expectations and there. it's also not like binary like if I oh you can't lose weight unless you do the metabolic reset no. you can lose weight you can lose weight just following the Ellie plan most people can dial things in without having to go that far sure. and continue training in the process. What we can't do is say like this cycle, I want to lose 10 to 15 pounds and PR. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we're going back um, to, um, okay. That was Carrie that we just talked to. Um, Melissa says no questions is soaking the AMR love and goodness while I work through this rehab and rebuild phase. I'm focusing on my Ellie weight loss plan for now. Based on previous office hour calls and what I'm hearing today, I'm thinking monthly plans are a good choice after I finish 101 and look ahead at amazing half marathon training for Cape Cod. I agree. Oh, Melissa, you're just so, so you just got it all planned out. Yeah. She wants to get it together. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So glad, honestly, I'm looking you in the eye right now, Melissa. So glad that you got that figured out. Yes. Um, and she, Melissa, I got to give her major props because we do have an injured bammer page it is a free Facebook page to join. Um, and uh, and so if just search up Injured Bammers, um, just ask to join and we'll let you in. But Melissa has led the charge um, on that for the past couple months and has just kept people motivated. Um, it's, a, it's a hard job to keep people, yeah. injured people motivated and you've yeah. done a great job. So thank you, Melissa, very much. Um, okay, okay, uh, Megan. Um, I've got a similar question about planning to run a marathon. That was my original intention when I started the train like a mother plans two years ago, um, thinking that she would do a 5k and then a 10k, then a half then a full. However, she stayed in the half distance for the last three races because I can't wrap my brain around being out on the course for that long. That's fair. Given my half time and knowing that it's 26, 26.2 doesn't equal 13.1 times two. I guess I'm asking what is a reasonable goal to put a, <laughs> when is it to put a full on her schedule in four and a half years? Should she keep doing um, a couple halves a year? Um, hold on one second. Let's finish this. Um, I'm also going to the retreat and she's going to be running, running the Ogden half. She's done 102, 101, 102. Amazing, amazing tweaks for this round. Um, okay. And then should she do amazing with tweaks again or hang out in the monthly for this May race? So two questions just to recap. Sure. What should she do for Ogden? Which mm -hmm. is she going to run the half? And then when would it make sense for her to take on a full um, is there a certain what you want to see um, speed wise or experience wise or what? Uh, well, the first one would be like, what do you want to do? 
Um, and I know that, that again, that's always very, that's not it's very didactic. Like, God, why are you answer my question with the question? Because only you really know the answer. Um, and you have seen the monthly plans before anybody else does. And you know what's in there. So, and you also know what's coming up. So the, like I said, for the next few months, January is going to be pretty tough because we're kickstarting a lot of, you know, we're kickstarting a new year. But then February, March, April, and May are going to be a lot lighter on the super hard fast running and a lot heavier on the strength. Um, so that is good is a good place for anyone to hang out um, and also change things up enough that you don't get bored. My one fear for people is um, I, I operate on the assumption that most of you guys are more like Dimity and less like me. I don't get bored. Um, everybody else gets bored. So knowing that that proclivity is there, I want to make sure that we, we, I can't demand that you be like, be like MK. It's just not going to happen for most, for most of you, or at least it's not going to happen overnight. Um, so, and that's okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're not going to beat ourselves over the head with that or try to be something we're not. We're going to go with it. So if what, the best way to sort of keep you moving and stable is in the monthlies, that's fine. And then go to Amazing with Tweaks. We'll talk about the twerks when they come out. Again, you'll get to see those before anybody else does since you're a graphic designer. Um, but I don't think they're going to interest you very much. Not yet. So, but, but so just to, so just to be clear, so she can see in the monthly and still run a half marathon in May. Shoot ya. Okay. Yeah. The monthly, the long runs are long enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. I haven't seen them recently, so I, I've, I've they get catch longer. up to do. Okay. okay. They get longer. Okay. They get a lot longer. Okay. Um, right now we're kind of hitting the minimums on the long runs um, over the winter because I'm operating on the assumption people are indoors, they're on a treadmill, um, and they don't have a race coming up. But I'm the closer we get to the kickoff of what I consider to be fall racing season, and that's the end of April, get the, um, the end of March, beginning of April, that's when the last month I expect to see anyone in the monthlies before they start rolling into – um, the, the, the race plans, um, that the runs are going to get longer and longer and a little more specific and a, and a little less challenging and the strength in the sh is going to get harder and harder. So I've got a progression behind it all. No, this is not like willy nilly. Oh, this will be good for this month. And this will be good for that month. Um, so with that in mind, yes, you'll be absolutely ready to jump on a race plan. If you were to, and, or even race a half marathon, um, if you were to stay in the monthlies. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then the, and the, the question about when are you ready to run a marathon? Yeah, it's when you're ready to commit the time to it. It's when there's something that excites you, um, when your life is going to allow for it. Because like I say in that file that we weren't able to download because, you know, or that was sent to everyone last night and filled out in triplicate. We are COOs <laughs> of a family. And I'm the only person I know, if you were to ask me our kid's pediatrician's name, it takes me a minute. I have to look it up in my phone. My husband does all that stuff. My husband does them all. I can't handle watching the kids get shots. It makes me cry. I know. Uh, I'm, really, I'm a weenie. And I can't handle the dentist either because I'm just like, oh, my baby's in So he does all that for my me. My baby's but, getting his teeth cleaned. That's that's hard to watch. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. I'm kidding. Looks, I just wouldn't know. I wouldn't put, that, would, would put that situation on you. They look so tiny in those great big chairs. They do look tiny. I think it's kind of cute, though. And helpless. I don't know. I can't. Okay. That's I cry. Yeah. I cry. So, but, but knowing that, um, but that, that aside, like those are two big things that I don't have to do on a regular basis. Most moms do most moms, anything that comes to childcare or driving places or doing things, almost all of that falls on moms. So knowing that when is the best time for you to start training? I've had women say, I can't do it until my kids start school. Once they start school, they also start extracurriculars. So I, you almost have more free time. I would think before they start junior high, high school, middle school, whatever. So only you really know what's going on um, in the context of your household when you have the time, when you're going to have the support, 
or if the support's never really going to come, then the least resistance towards working towards this goal of yours. And if that time hasn't come, then there's going to come a day when you're just like, right, I want to run a marathon. I said four years. It's been four. The time isn't getting better. So I'm going to carpe this DM and throw my, my name in the hat for New York City or Chicago or whatever. And getting in through a lottery is usually enough to kind of snap people into action sure. um, where it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do this. And, it, and unless it's something you're excited about, you're not going to you're not going to do it and you're not going to stick through the training. So let's wait until that day comes when you're like, I am doing this no matter what and move on to the marathon between now and then. Let's just have fun. Have fun. Do some squats in the meantime. Squat is four letter word. <laughs> I've heard that before. Okay. Uh, Lisa, I'm thinking of running amazing half to train for grandmas. She did the plan for the twin C's 10 miler last fall and rocked it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. After I want to, after that, I want to train for the twin cities marathon, which is less than 20 weeks later. Is this okay? Do I need to break between? And she loves us both. We yeah. love you too, Lisa. We love you too, Lisa. The thing to remember about grandma's is that it has some of the most variable weather in the country. And it, for the past seven years has aired on the side of terrible. So knowing that I like your plan to do amazing for it. Um, I would not want to put a lot of eggs in the grandma's basket because, you know, to have yet another year of black flags flying as you're walking to the corrals due to humidity and heat um, and, and heat reminders, just that's, I don't want that for anybody. So knowing how variable that can be, then let's just get you to the start line uninjured prepped and ready to go and then yeah start a push for twin cities but other than that i think the i think the plan's fine that sounds good um tamra just suggested this and i think this is um facebook obviously can become a huge time suck and also becomes sometimes a comparison thing that we don't really need to have in our lives um joy yeah um so she said uh read the facebook platform she's removed the facebook app from her phone and she said instead uses a facebook groups app so, Does that still exist? I thought they got rid of it. Well, I don't think so. Huh. Um, it gives her the access to the train like a mother group without spending um, time on the rest of Facebook. So that's an option. I know um, Dr. Murph, uh, Lucia, you know, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to think of another platform that we can use right now that would be as accessible and <laughs> um, active as Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, a lot, some people come in, if you're still listening, um, they come in under a, a, a pseudonym or you can come in under Dr. Murph or whatever you wanted to do. Um, and the other thing too is, um, as I can say, I know that you are a cancer, you either, I know you have got cancer in your life right now and I can't remember if you are, um, recovering from it right now or you've survived it, but we are going to launch a cancer to 5k group and that Facebook group is going to be, um, integral part of it. So if you could maybe adjust your perspective on it, um, at some point. Not saying today, but just think about it um, in the yeah. future until something better comes along. Okay. Um, Kristen, I just did Heart Rate 101 and um, Heart Rate Marathon completed the – so she ran a marathon in November. <coughs> She's hoping to use um, the Twin Cities Marathon as a target to improve her time. The, her someday plan is to BQ, but not for a few more cycles. In, in the interim – I'm considering doing a May marathon just to stay in shape and keep up my fitness. I was thinking about repeating incredible for the May race and for doing um, TCM. Should you do incredible or outstanding? Uh, well, also remember by the time that comes around, you're going to have a few more options. Outstanding is really, when I say it's really hard or it's really advanced, I don't mean that as a challenge. I mean, it's a gigantic leap from incredible to outstanding and it's never a leap that um, I really, now that we have the tweaks, it's it's a leap that I'm not really comfortable with people taking. I'm like, 
it, once we the tweaks and the twerks are in place, I'd be like, let's move through the progression. Um, I th I think the twerks, which I know aren't aren't out yet for you to look at. I think when I think that's going to be a much 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 better option for you than jumping on outstanding because all of outstanding and excellent they're predicated upon having a pretty good idea of what your race pace is, um, with a few guess and checks in there to sort of corral those expectations. But week 12 is a pretty late time for people to find out that, oh, that nine minute race pace time um, is actually a minute faster than my C pace on the EAT. Um, we need to have a better, we need to have you dialed in a little bit better than that before. So that's one of the reasons why I feel bad putting anyone on outstanding uh, without having gone through um, the, the, the tweaks and then the twerks first. So I think the twerks will be, if you haven't done the tweaks yet, then I think the twerks will be the way to go um, for you in the fall. If you could just trust, because that there, there will be speed development. There will be tempo runs. There'll be a lot of the more familiar elements from other training plans in there, along with heart rate and ways to determine pacing where we really kind of get more into the nitty gritty of learning your body and learning to race where we've talked about it on higher levels. Um, we're really going to focus on with, with the, the twerks. That's where that's the deep dive we're really going to be taking so that after you do the twerks, if you go to outstanding, um, I'll be shocked if you can't pick your race pace accurately from day one. There you go. Um, and we just to remind you guys, we do have the tweaks. It, sometimes it gets confusing. Yeah, um, it gets confusing for me. The tweaks we have those. Those those exist. They're just not up on the web page. So if you want to do incredible with tweaks or amazing with tweaks, all you have to do after you register is drop us a line, and we'll send them along to you. So thank you, Kristen, and thank you for loving us, Kristen, because we love you too. Love you more. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Lisa asking, can you do amazing plan and Ellie simply yes. nourished at the plan at the same time? Simply nourished was designed to go with every training plan. There's nothing you can't do on simply nourish. The metabolic reset is a different story that has to be done under specific limited circumstances. And that's the one we were saying you can't train through simply nourish like a mother. You can start and finish at any time and it's never too soon. Um, here's Lucia again. Um, do you have a specific strength only program? I need to stay off the running completely. So she is the cancer, um, yes. person that, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, that's not a super politically correct way to say it. I'm sorry that I can't remember exactly what your specifics are. It's been a while, um, for a few weeks, but I want to keep building towards a marathon in early October. Um, okay. So the, the strength building program that we have is one or two. Um, the other, the other, but you, we, you, so if you can't do, any running what I well, honestly what I would do is I would take all the strength from 102 and do as much of that as you can um, I can also send you um, a couple of kind of a, a couple of a, a couple of strength circuits that could be performed every other day to keep up I mean it would be really intense but I'll do that if you promise me that you're going to do them because you know if I take the time to sit down sit out and write it and you look at it and go that's too much then that's kind of rude to me so <laughs> if, if you send me if you send Jimmy an email she pass it on to me I'll get you some strength circuits and we'll get you we'll get you ready to go I have cool. a soft spot for anyone who's even tertiary to cancer absolutely absolutely um okay uh, Mary Carolyn's asking, hi, ladies, if you've never done 102, is it better to go there or to a monthly plan when you have time between race or training? She has a projected half in February, but may move to a shorter April race and then a 10 miler at the end of September. Um, you know, I think it depends on it depends on you. 102 is 
I think it's terrific. I really like one or two, um, but I really like the monthlies and that tends to be right now a bit more of a buzzing community because um, one or two, every, I feel like everybody did it last year and now all those people are in the monthlies. So, which is not to say that one or two, there's anything wrong with it or the plans. I mean, if I had to pick between the two and I was just kind of starting, I would probably opt to one or two, but if you're not super self, a, a self starter and you really need that loud community and you need the daily posts and you need um, a lot of the extra and the Kutraman that have come with the race plan, I probably jump into the monthly. Mm -hmm. Good answer. Um, okay. Uh, Julie. Hi, Julie. Um, I found a PT that fits MK's requirements. He's helped me with my plantar fasciitis. Then during ultra training, I had a knee issue come up. It wasn't bad, but I didn't wait uh, for it to get bad. Never good decisions. <laughs> the PT seemed unfazed, but he could not pinpoint the pain. He gave me stretches for ITB and, and exercises for abductors. The knee issue went away before the race, but during the race, it came back in full force. She's almost four weeks out from rate, the race, and this and this week the knee pain is back. Should I go back to the PT or should she get a new one? I would give him one more chance and say, like, look, this came back and we need to talk about it. And if you don't get better answers, then we go find a new one. I like the fact that he fixed you before and I'm, I hesitate to kind of throw out the baby with the bathwater, but also, you know, just be really, really kind of clear in those communications. Like there've been times I've been kind of frustrated with Alex Lanton for, and I've been like, look, I, I need you to listen to me and hear what I'm saying right now. Um, really kind of guide that. And, that, and it's gotten his attention every single time. Um, so there are ways to be firm and be assertive without being a total beast. And I would go there before I, before I walk out the door with someone that's proven effective in the past. That's a good, good call. Okay. Janet. Um, hi ladies. Great to see you both Yay! here, Janet. So I have been in heart rate since the birth of this program. Yes, you have. Yay. OG. What's OG? Original gangster. A really traditional gangster. I wouldn't even know. Um, it has taken me all of the last two years to get my ego out of the way. I have done or tried amazing with tweaks. Um, tried amazing, amazing with tweaks. One of two, excellent, super excellent, and the monthly plans. I am finally back in the amazing plan and finally doing what I need to do. Nice work. Yay. Question number one. I just, I just want to finally develop my heart rate popular uh, uh, properly. I'm sorry. I think I'm on week seven and finally feeling some strength while running. Number two, if I, is it okay if, I, if I'm spending my easy effort time slowly while building my heart rate up to 140? Yes. Warm up and then slowly keep running. Okay. Oh, um, oh that's okay. So, yeah, so she's just explaining. But yeah. she goes from 120 to 135 to, you know, finally. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. There's no, no problem there at all. Look, you've had a lot going on this, this fall, girl. This winter has been super stressful for you. I think a lot of what's a lot of what you're feeling in your run has to do with exogenous stress in your life with your husband and his health than it does with the run itself. The pro, there's nothing wrong with you or with your body. There's something wrong with everything else. So, and, and you're dealing with all of that. So don't be too hard on yourself demanding performance while we're navigating a really difficult time um, in your household. And we can't discount all of that either. So I say stay in amazing, then amazing with tweaks. If, or if you want to jump back into the monthlies, and again, I'm here for you. Talk to me. I, I know, I know the OGs. I pay attention, tag me in the Facebook group, send Dimity an email. She'll pass it back or send it to T-Lam Club. Um, Dimity doesn't check that anymore, but Michelle San Antonio will send that to me. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll figure out what the next best step is. But I'd say, yeah, stay with it amazing from now and don't put more stress on your body because you've already got enough coming from other areas of your life right now. Uh, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. 
Um, it was fun to see you in Philly. It really um, was. My 84-year-old mom had surgery last week, and I'm finally moving um, into a renovated house, so I'm barely running at all now. I want to get back to normal after Christmas. I need a goal. I want to run the broad street in a marathon in summer or early fall. What do you suggest? Broad Street Run is a terrific race. I, I did that every year. I lived in Philly. Um, good fall races. Kind of depends. You've done Steamtown already, and I like that one a lot. Um, I also like Wine Glass, and Wine Glass is a big bammer meetup. Um, Adrian Martini's usually there working the expo. Um, let's see. Um, Hudson River Valley is another one, another race that I like a lot. That's up near you. Um, I kind of, if you have the freedom to kind of do whatever you want, I think let's get through the spring and then kind of ask ourselves what the goals are, are for the fall. Cause remember we live in a time that when I, back in my day, when I started this marathon nonsense, there were four that were accessible two in the spring and two in the fall that were in reasonable driving distance. And it still took like two and a half hours to get to each of them. Now, like there are marathons all over the place every weekend. There is one in Hawaii, like a couple, uh, I think it was this past weekend. So, and there are seven marathons in Hawaii. So don't discount Hawaii if you really want to go. Um, Cynthia Visters, remember that there's seven, there's seven marathons in Hawaii. So I, I, again, if I had to, if I had to, if I had to pull one out, my gut response to a good marathon in the fall is always going to be wine glass or twin cities. Um, because you, you just can't go wrong with either one. Um, beyond that though, if we can expand our scope a little bit wider, um, then that's more of a conversation and we can go, you can go to this website um, called running in the USA and they tend to have them all listed out by, by month. You can look at a, any given month and see where the marathons are all over the globe and let's go somewhere fun. You've had a really big year, Kelly. So let's go somewhere fun and really enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, okay. Christine is, um, registered for a half the Gary Bjorkland, which is the, the half that, that goes to grandma's mm -hmm. that's attached to grandma's. So Training for that begins at the end of January. Yay, winter running in Minnesota. Hope you have a face mask. Um, I've been sidelined running in a Minnesota summer. <laughs> I have been sidelined this fall with mild case of plantar fasciitis. Um, went about halfway through heart weight. One or two. One or yeah, I'm just and have kept up very low mileage since. Oh, she went about halfway through one or two and has kept up low mileage. I, and I am fully admitted admitting to not diligently keeping up with strength during this time. I'm ready to up that mileage. So I'm wondering what kind of plan five weeks to get me to prepare to jump into the half training. That really is a question for your PT. If you haven't been back in a while, let's do that to make sure that we're not going to, because I don't want my, that whatever I say next to inflame your plantar fasciitis again. Like we, we've effectively gone backwards instead of forwards. So go get a, a PT, preferably one with the OCS certification, who's also certified to do dry needling and manual therapy. Um, ask them to check out your plantar fasciitis Ask them to identify everything that was contributing to it. Um, it's probably going to have to do with glutes and hips. Let's aggressively get on the glute and the hip strength um, and, and kind of take it from there. Once you've seen the PT, email tlamclub at gmail.com. They'll forward it to me, and we're going we're gonna to work out what that next best step is. Um, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Um, what half in the Denver area would you recommend for spring and what training plan would you recommend for her? Platte River half um, or the Cherry Creek sneak. There are lots of good races in the Denver area. Um, I like, so the, the Platte River half is just a seminal one that everyone loves and it's usually on the cooler side. It hasn't, I've, I've been there working a Ragnar booth every year for the past three years and will not be there this year, obviously. Um, and that tends to come towards the end of April. Um, 
And yeah, that that was just good. It's a little it's a little boring. It's a little flat. But well, the other thing about the Platte River half that I just have to chime in about because it was a turnoff for me um, is, is a lot of it is on uh, a pathway on yeah. concrete. It's yeah. not on a road. So yeah. if that is an issue for you, then do not run the Platte River half. Totally. There just aren't that many. The, the problem is there just aren't that many good halves in Denver. Yeah. yeah. I hate and it you. kind of sucks. I hate yeah. Colfax. I don't mind the Colorado Marathon and half in Fort Collins. But again, the weather's super variable. It was 86 degrees one year. The following year it was snow. The year after that it was snow. And then last year it was, ooh, it was almost, it was in the high seventies and it felt like it was in the nineties coming out of the Canyon. And I just wouldn't wish that on people. So I tend to avoid the, I mean, that said, it's still like a good downhill course. If you can wait, Slacker's good. Revel's good. Georgetown to Idaho Springs is good. I get that those are in the summer. Um, but you know, come April, you just don't have that many options. I have to say that I like the call. I mean, the Colorado half, the weather is definitely variable, but it's a beautiful course. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So if Absolutely. that is something that's interesting to you, I would, I'd recommend that. It's fun to end in Fort Collins too. Um, so what training plan, when she picks a race, where, where should she land training wise? Again, knowing that it's going to be variable and we don't know what this winter is going to bring. The fact that it hasn't snowed in Telluride yet terrifies me because the last time it didn't snow in Telluride by Christmas, um, it was the worst and heaviest, that was 1976, and that was the worst and heaviest wow. snowstorms that we've seen in almost 200 years. Yeah, so it's almanac. I know, right? <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to figure out if there's going to be snow in Keystone when we go next week, because my, my kids are kind of, anyway, if there's yeah. no snow, it's going to be really, it's going to be a crappy Christmas for mama. Um, but knowing that I'm, we're, potentially we could be staring down a very, very, very brutal winter come January the 1st. Knowing that, um, I would avoid the harder plans and just go amazing, amazing with tweaks where you'd be good indoors, outdoors, take the strength really seriously. If you decide to do Fort Collins, it is a downhill race. Um, it's very downhill. <laughs> There's a lot of downhill. Um, so I would I would make sure that either you're picking downhill paths or that your um, the treadmill at, at your gym has a decline function that you can play with. There you go. Um Rough outline. Fall marathon at some point. Yeah, this is Sarah. Sorry, sorry. I'm shirking my duties. Uh, Sarah Axelrod. She wants to do a fall marathon at some point. Life situation to be determined. But whatever happens, it's not going to be an all-in endeavor this time. Until I know that situation, I'm planning to stay in the monthly plans and run the covered bridges half on June 3rd. That sounds really fun for fun. No time goals or expectations. Um, My question is, how long... Should I extend the monthly plan long runs in March and April? Thanks. You won't have to. They're going to get longer. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. And then check in about your marathon once you have your life stuff figured out. Exactly. Which is. Our life uh, stuff. I mean. I figured out. I'll let is you that, know that's important. Cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. Pot calling the kettle black. Once you have a better grasp on the next couple months of your life. Um. Okay, Anna. I've been on a break from training plans, but not from easy effort runs due to budget reasons. Fair My enough. comment is all about. Thank yous. MK sent me to a PT. I learned how to use my glutes. I did Simply Nourish. Those together made me feel fantastic. Good. My EE pace has dropped dramatically. Amazing. And I might just pull this for a testimonial just because you do it in such, um, you know, baking up a uh, nice backup for MK. I appreciate it. So many, you. many thanks. My 2018 goals include consistency, strength, 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 and finishing a half marathon in the fall. I'll see you in amazing in April or May. Thank you, Anna Perfect. Oh That's my gosh. awesome. Um, I appreciate that. I am I am larger than usual. I am I've been bed bound for a very long time, and my my ego could use the boost. So I appreciate anything nice people say um, these days. Thank you. 
Um, <laughs> and Pat, of course, you, you she's offering to come um, hold your baby at any time. She's yeah. You're just gonna have to pry it out of my hands first, and I'm <laughs> I'm strong, so you know. And if the baby gets hurt, it's on you. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, okay, Kristen, uh, about the metabolic reset, I was interested in participating, but was told you need to complete Simply Nourish first. Yes, yes that is true. Um, yes, because it's just way too much to take in um, without having the baseline of, of Ellie's six weeks of figuring out about how she organizes macronutrients because yeah. it's unlike um, anybody else has ever done. So it takes some time to soak that in. Um, okay, this is Jackie, who's going back, who wanted to race, you know, two weeks before. She says her 520 yeah. marathon isn't that important to me. The half two weeks before is more important for sure. There's another marathon option five weeks after the half. So that's still sooner than. Yeah. Okay. Than you'd want. Yeah. Again, it's her first marathon. I, did, I think Jackie, we're not, we're definitely not trying to defer your goals. We want you to succeed and not and not end up being injured, yeah. burnt out, or feeling crappy about yourself because you weren't able to complete it in the way that you thought you could. Because when I talk about the principle of specificity, y'all tend to throw speed work in this bucket. It's like a yellow shirt. It's like, no, you, you know, you, Grant, Grant, sorry, her husband is, is the fashionista, and he'd be like, what shade of yellow? <laughs> what kind of shirt? You know, you got to be more specific than that. And I feel like when, when it comes to the training plan, you have, when it comes to speed work, we have to, we have to say the same thing. So if you're on like the excellent plan, for example, that has uh, race pace work in there that is specific to a half marathon, and it's not necessarily going to lead to marathon prowess and definitely not in five weeks. Um, the things that we have to do a tempo run for a, a 10k plan versus a is a very different speed than a tempo run for a half and a full plan. It's a different speed. It's a different duration. It's a different. The two are just they're they're so mutually exclusive. Five weeks. I want you to have whatever you want. My fear is that you're going to come out um, of the half plan. Let's say a half day doesn't go the way you want because it's, it's spring and spring weather is very iffy in just about all the country plus spring allergies. If that day doesn't go as planned and then you show up to the marathon unprepared, that's going to be a huge psychological hole we got to pull you out of. And we're still going to be crunch time trying to get ready to do something and get that back in the fall. I would rather have you say, let's look at this year in aggregate there and pick one race that we care about in the spring and one race that we care about in the fall. And the, and when we, if one of those races is going to be a marathon, we devote an entire 20 weeks to prepping specifically for that marathon. So if we could move that marathon goalpost to the fall, I think we'd be more likely to have what you would consider to be a very successful 2018. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, Laura is debating putting two marathons in the schedule for the fall, Baltimore and um, Philadelphia. I have no time goals for these. They'll probably be pacing someone through at least one of them. What's the minimum time between marathons that you would recommend? Um, she's planning on following the incredible plan. Well, you've been with me for a while, so and you and this isn't your first marathon, it isn't your first rodeo. Um, just like Katie Trammell Ormson, just YOLO to 50k. <laughs> YOLO. And I have uh, a three. So my private clients that 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 train here as a as a group. I mean, these are these are not elites by any stretch of the imagination. They're wonderful people, uh, but they're they're not even close. I mean, 
Wonderful people. Yeah. They're wonderful people. Yeah. Um, they, they, their goal this year, cause um, one of them was selected to be a Michelob ultra ambassador and got free entries for her and her and two of her friends to the New York city marathon. Wow. Um, after they had gotten entries to Marine Corps, their goal became back in February, we want to do both. And I'm like, okay. So we spent the whole year preparing them to do those two marathons and it worked out really, really well. Um, except that they came back this year and all got into Chicago too. And now want to do all three next year. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Um, so all that just to say, like, it can be done. The minimum time I like to have between them is six weeks. Um, four can work, but I don't like to push it. And only if you have no time goals for either one, um, in, in that case, I would be okay with doing even six weeks apart. I consider that back to back marathons. So you know, when uh, it'll, it takes a long time, close to 18 months to work up to the point where we could do a marathon a day for there's this, this seven day marathon, one every day for seven days in the Northeast that people like. I'm not sure why, because none of the courses are pretty, <laughs> but it's just a challenge. Um, and I and I takes, it, it takes a, a decently fit person about 18 months to get ready for that. So all that just to say that 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 gives you hopefully some context for that answer and a little perspective on it. So do I think we can do Baltimore and Philly? Yes if you have no time goals for either one. All and right. If the person that you're pacing is slower and less fit than you are. Uh, Emily, um, she just finished amazing with her amazing half last Yay. weekend. Awesome. Congratulations. So I'm coming out of my recovery week right now and I'm signed up for a half 19 weeks from now in April. But my goal now is really to a lose the baby weight and B not lose any of the fitness gains I got on this training cycle. So I don't need to get faster, but I don't want to backslide. I want to keep running as much as possible, like four to five days a week, including at least um, a 90 to 120 minute long run. And I know I should be upping my strength. Um, I know I can't train for an aggressive goal while trying to lose weight, but can you help me think about how much I can and should be running to lose weight and what plan would be best? It sounds like from what you just said that doing amazing would be okay. Um, but then do I start yeah. from week two or do I pick a random week to start from and keep doing the same week over and over? until the calendar catches up. I mean, you could do, honestly, the best thing you can do if you're trying to lose weight is simply nourish like a mother. Um, and the running that you need to do with, with that, if we're trying to lose weight is, is we want to keep that space, that real estate on the calendar. We want to keep the workouts as a habit as much as possible. And for what I remember, your youngest is, too, is, is really young. And I don't know if we've thrown anything in postpartum for a metabolic reset, but we should. It's like you can't, your youngest cannot be younger than like two and a half years, for example. Oh, okay. um, so assuming your youngest is like younger than two and a half years, we don't need to go crazy aggressive because your joints are still going to be really soft. Um, knowing that, let's stay on amazing or amazing with tweaks. Really focus on the strength. Really, I mean, I, I, a broken record, but I can't say it enough. And when you watch me come back from this baby, you'll understand that like I practice what I preach here. The strength is paramount. Strength and nutrition are more important than anything else you can, than anything else you could do. And you can, if you're make those your number one priority, you can lose weight and do quite well on, on the amazing plan. It's not like the amazing plan. is not going to get you faster. It's just that what needs to be done, what you need to be focusing on when, if, if you're on the amazing plan, it's not speed work and you're not there. So since you're not there, Great. Let's do. I never do amazing with tweaks, so it's just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and you can start, you know, you can start on week um, three, Emily. Sure, yeah. yeah. So come in and, and do another plan that you know for 18 weeks. Um, the other thing, and, and I have not asked you this before, so if you say no, um, you know, obviously I will respect it. But you know, the YouTube page has all your SSCs on it. 
but it also has um, some of the like glutes of glory and some other routines from 102. Yeah. People can do those, can't sure, they? Yeah. If they're not, you know, Absolutely. so you don't have to do the exact same SSSCs yeah. every single time. Um, you know, the, there are some harder routines on there. Um, that require a little bit more time that we do together. Totally, like bulletproof butt and yeah. Hits of glory. Those are those are hard and longer routines um, that were de designed for 102, which is specifically a strength building plan. You can go in there and grab those out. I'm totally good with that. Um, I know that the question I get a lot is, have you, are you guys changing anything to round one? No, we're not. Round one is perfect as is. I know the idea of being like, oh, I've done that before, is unappealing. But I promise you this, I don't care how fit you are. I don't care how pretty you are. I don't care how fast you are. Burpees <laughs> never get easier. You do push-ups. I mean, no. push-ups don't get easier. I mean, nothing. I mean, not Diametrics, that's why they exist. Yeah. I mean, we're not doing any exercises that, you know, I'm, I'm putting this, this is um, hypothetical, but Kara Goucher does those kind of exercises. Shalane Flanagan does those kind of exercises. I mean, it's not like there's like some level of strength that, you know, the elites have or some kind of exercises that they have that we don't. I mean, they're all doing the same thing. It is consistency. It is reps. And those, I mean, those two things, right? So yeah. if, if SSC one is you've nailed it, you've done it too many times, do everything for two minutes, yeah. go through it three times. I mean, there's not, there's never, and having really, I've embraced this 100% since getting hurt. Right. I yeah. mean, because I am still doing 50 clamshells on each side, 50 inverted leg lifts on each side, 30 glute bridges, you know, three or four times a week. Are they a little bit easier now? Yes. But when I get to like rep 35, it still burns like a mother, you know? Yeah. And, I, and if there's something in your brain that says like, I should be beyond this by now, that's your ego. It's your, it's not your friend yeah. and it's not your coach. Yeah. I mean, one leg of glute bridges will never be easy for me ever. Or ever. anybody. Yeah. They're yeah. They're terrible. They're, I suck. I mean, they suck. I'm get. I am better at them. I mean, you do get better. Like my hips are much more even now, you know, and they're not. It's not such a struggle. But it's not like I can just say, okay, now what's the next level? Um, put a weight on my stomach. I don't need to do that. You know, they're hard enough as they are. So totally. I just want. I don't know. I I kind of because I think people feel like, oh, I, I don't need to do that because it's basic. I'm like, it's like eating salad. Like push-ups are eating salad. You got to yeah. keep eating the salad. You know, it's so true. You know, I like that. so anyway, basics never going away. The difference between us and the elites is their willingness to do. I, as Serena Williams, there was a, a gorgeous, gorgeous article about uh, in Vanity Fair. If you guys go back when she announced her pregnancy, it was the pregnancy shoot that she did. I put this on my Facebook page. I put it on all the yeah. training pages. It made me so happy. She didn't know she was pregnant at the time and she had a bad run. I think it was at Wimbledon. I don't follow tennis. I apologize. Before the Australian Open, she, she played that knowing she was pregnant. Um, but whatever, whatever the big tennis tournament US is, Open. US Open. Okay, so she played the US Open and had there was some weakness in her backhand and she couldn't figure it out. She That's got a forehand, by the way. Whatever. Okay, bad. so backhand. So <laughs> this is how little I watch tennis. So she went out. She was like, her backhand was weaker. Um, she still won, I think, or yeah, won or came in second. But she was like, something was off. And so she went, and for the next three days. All she did was work on her backhand from morning till night in her backyard. Now, I, again, I, know, I don't know shit about tennis, but that's a pretty basic move. That's not an advanced, complicated move that she only mastered when she became a professional. That is, that is a basic Becky thing to do. And she went out and did it over and over and over and then took a pregnancy test and was like, oh, no wonder my joints are getting soft. Um, wow. And then so if Serena Williams, who is the greatest of all time, the best in the world, can still get in her own backyard, she didn't fire her coach. She didn't throw the training plan out the window. She didn't say like, oh, I need something new and different. 
she went out and she honed that basic and then was like, and then as the next question was, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's not me after all. Yeah. You know, so all that just to say that like, if Serena Williams can still do basics, that's, that's really what makes her different from the rest of us. Yeah. It's her willingness to do that. Absolutely. Um, okay, we'll get off that, that soapbox right I now. I love but, Serena Williams. No, I, I do too. Really she just, I just, well, <laughs> there's a story. We have the Wall Street Journal sitting right here. There's a story about her coming back. Um, she may play in Australia. She may play the Australian Open. Yeah, I mean, um, anyway, um, Jackie just said, did you just say Philadelphia is not a target race for 2018? Yes, yeah, indeed sorry. we did. We, um, we just want to switch things up a little bit. And um, looking at our calendars, we need to be cognizant. There's so much travel in October because we've got the retreat. We've got Twin Cities. And to add Philadelphia, that's three weekends away from my newborn baby, from my from all of my kids. Like, I just can't be away a whole month. Yeah, no, I hear you, and I can't either. I mean, that's that's the reality of our lives um, right now. But again, with the ambassador program, we are going to have. Um, that doesn't mean that we won't have representation there, and that doesn't mean that we can't do. You know, you know, the good news is that we're a small company. We're pretty nimble. That doesn't mean that we can't have a webinar for right. our Philadelphia people. Absolutely. You know, like we can definitely help you through different races um, when there's a critical mass. We just you know, being there in person is um, is a time suck and an energy suck that we need to be cognizant of. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Emily just says, oh, my gosh, whoever gave that tip about the Facebook groups app, brilliant. It is gone. <laughs> so you said it. I was looking it up. I can't find it either. So Tamara just has a special sauce. Carrie says. Um, that app is gone. How yeah. is she still using it? I don't know. I'm jealous. Yeah, mine just disappeared off my iPad one day, too. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So Lucia, awesome. She just had her final survey yesterday. Yay! I'm a she survivor. survivor. Yep, absolutely. I still got you. Don't forget to email me, girl. Um, okay. Um Jen is asking. She's starting super excellent on Monday. Bless your heart. January and February are slower work months for me, so I have extra time for extra strength those months. Is it okay to add yes. loops or bozu on the days that don't already have strength? Yes. Yes. You're gonna need a lot of strength to get through super excellent. That's a hard plan. Yep. Um, and, and, um, oh, I just deleted oh, one question. from Kelly. I'm sorry, Kelly. I just deleted your second part. Um, okay. Uh, but what I wanted to say was, um, oh, super excellent is a hard plan. If you get on a plan and you get a couple weeks in, and this goes for anything, whether it's a half marathon or marathon, um, and you decide I either want to be on amazing with tweaks or I want to be on blah, blah, blah. Just email us. We'll change it. We want you to feel really strong on the plane, on the plan, and on the plane. Yeah. Um, but um, we don't, you know, it should not be a survival thing. It should be getting up and looking forward to the next workout, you know, in quotes, looking forward. But, you know, not not feeling like, oh, my gosh, am I going to have enough energy to get through this? It was like, that, it was like that, that podcast I did with um, with SBS where she was like, what's the biggest sign of being overtrained? And I'm like, your attitude. When your yeah. attitude sucks, when you wake up and you just don't want to do the workouts, when you just like, I need a day off today, I need a rest. And yeah. it's not physical. That's just coming from like, uh, you know, yeah. that, that that's overtrained. And it you can absolutely overtrain on pretty much any plan other than incredible um, and oh, incredible amazing. with tweaks and amazing and amazing with tweaks. All the others absolutely have openings for overtraining. And I, I don't want that for anybody. Um, oh, so well that I knew what an IG is. IG, uh, IG is Instagram. OG is original gangsta. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Kelly, I'm sorry. I, I deleted your other comment by accident. So um, if that was important and you're still listening, please type or email us. Okay, um, Rebecca just completed a half run for fun, not for time, following Amazing with Tweaks, and have been mostly taking it easy, 
in quotes, but still running consistently since doing, excuse me, since doing my first marathon last spring. She's planning to follow excellent for a target half in June. Question, I have about a month between now and the start of the 20-week plan in January. Suggestions for how to spend my time between now and that, other than focusing on strength. Four weeks of 102, which she's done before. Four weeks of a monthly plan, which I haven't done before. Four weeks of just easy runs in addition to strength. I want to make sure I don't get lazy, but I also don't want to burn myself out before starting my next training cycle. Um, I'd say come to the monthly just because you can pick and choose. If, you, if you're feeling kind of burned out and you're like, I don't want to do that hard workout, there's plenty of strength on there. Strength you might not have seen before. Um, so there'll be enough niche stuff, I would think, to keep you occupied. There would be enough um, excitement in the group to kind of keep you tethered and connected and moving forward. Um, and just the ability to be like, now nah, I'm not doing that hard run today and and or default to an easy effort run could be mentally the control that you need to be able to submit again once your race plan starts. Um, so this is a follow up from Emily. She's the one who um, wants to lose her baby weight. Right. Um, 10 to 15 pounds. Yep. Um, so she has her little baby and she did simply nurse this time around, too. So um, do you have thoughts on amazing with tweaks versus doing the monthly plan for four months? Um, really? At this at this juncture, um, it's what's going to mentally kind of keep you in the game. Um, I don't since you've got a little one, I think it was I think yours was eight months old. I would say go back to I would go back to amazing um, before I would jump in the monthlies just because the monthlies has some hard stuff. And I'm afraid that you reaching with relaxing in your joints isn't going to do you any good. Um, I'd rather keep you moving forward even at the risk of kind of like holding back your ability a little bit rather than push a little too much and have you injured. So I would, I mean, if I were you, I'd uh, tweet amazing or amazing with tweaks. Um, and I'm, uh, maybe I solved the Facebook group thing. Tamara's Canadian. Maybe it's, maybe they oh, have it in Canada still. And us Americans, fair. I don't know. That That's my only uh, thought. Cause it feels weird. So anyway. not one, but two different Canadians, their Christmas cards didn't have their family on the front. It had Justin Trudeau and it was like, no, you're jealous. <laughs> and like, so that is evidently like the Canadian Christmas card to send to the States this year. It's like, so no, you're jealous. This we we got this guy, this good looking guy. And, and we have Facebook, Facebook group. group out. Oh, Go figure. I'm, I'm ready to defect. Okay. Uh, Kathleen, there's a five day running event in Ireland that I would love to do in three or four years. The shortest day is 13 miles and the longest is 50 K. Um, I'm, she's 57. She just did her first half with you this fall. Is this something I could train for using your heart rate programs? My fear is that the terrain, it's all on trail. I've hiked in Ireland and the land is very tough on my knees, yes. on the knees. Yes, you absolutely could. Um, we let, let's spend a good year putting the base down and then, um, I would, right now I'm working with someone one-on-one -on -one to do a solo trans Rockies run. Um, and I'm sure, um, that, that I don't know that we'll be offering that plan. I, we just don't have the demand to do for, from our no. mother runners to do these types of events. No. Um, but worst case scenario, I could come up with something one-on-one -on -one for you. Perfect. Um, okay, Julie, no question, but I wanted to say how helpful this webinar has been. I miss working with all of you all. I've been adapting incredible with tweaks on my own as I prepare for the goofy challenge in January. It seemed like a good idea when I signed up 11 months ago. I love you and look forward to hopping onto a monthly plan in February. We love you too. Looking forward to seeing you, um, in February, Julian, have fun in Disney. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yes, I think, you are OG. Um, okay. So I think, I, we got all the ones. So if anyone else wants to type in another question, um, please let us know. Um, I love our people, though. I mean, we are two hours in, and we still got 41 people. I know. Um, we have a couple 
uh, things that people wrote in. So I want to go over these questions now. Um, Virginia is asking, um, she has completed two half marathons using the train like a mother plans. The first one using a traditional and the second one using heart rate. Last October was the second half and in December, I injured or strained my peroneal tendon and couldn't run. It recovered and in June I re-injured it and I added Achilles on for good measure. I spent all summer in physical therapy and did not run. I'm just back to running, but still do feel my perennial, although it doesn't really hurt. So she has a threefold goal. One is to stay running and not be injured. Um, two, um, she want, I can do a sub 35K, but not a sub 60, 10K, and that seems wrong. So increase her endurance, right? Mm -hmm. That's what that means. And three, possibly do the AMR retreat on the Cape and a half there next October. Um, so if you're not signed up, Virginia, for the retreat, it is closed. I apologize, um, but just letting you know. Um, I signed up for the heart rate, Dina, but realized right now that's probably too much for my ankle, and I'm just running slowly on a regular basis. So, um, yeah, so let's talk about that. Where, where, would you, where would you have Virginia start? 101, and I know that um, is going to probably make her mad and hurt, hurt her feelings, uh, and I'm not – what I'm saying is this perennial tendon is very basic. And it's exceptionally important. And if that is compromised in any way, um, we are our sole solitary goal has to be to rebuild the integrity of your body around this fault point while it heals. Um, that means absolutely no speed work. It means nothing over 140, um, nothing harder than a two by two. And it means doing a lot of strength work. I would want to know you've been released from PT, but I'm sure they would have asked you to continue doing something. I would want you to go back and get cleared again if you haven't been back since the summer and just be like, hey, just want to check in. I'm about to start a new training plan. want to make sure this doesn't happen again. Get them to give you a good assessment of where you're at and where your weak points are. Let's strengthen up those weak points. Let's support the tendon as best we can. And let's start the running with 101 and not go hard until it's time to go hard. Um, I would also, I, I, your goals, there's nothing wrong with your goals other than the fact that we're ignoring that you've got a, a, a foundational tendon that continues to get injured. Um, and I'm sure that the Achilles um, injury is related to the perennial tendon injury for that reason. So I would want so there's something um, either cyclically or systemically wrong and we need to go shore it up a little bit before we start the big push forward. In the meantime, again, there is I, I, you guys, I know you don't believe me and I know it's a lot to hear, but. Um, strength and nutrition are going to get you farther than any hard run workout that you could possibly do, especially at this juncture. Let's get you healed. Let's dial in the nutrition. Let's get you strong. Let's take our time with that process. Go through 101, get into amazing and push when it's time to push. Because I want you to keep moving forward. And we can't do that if we keep getting re-injured. Amen to that. Um, Kathy. Um, I started heart rate um, with 101 in September of 2016. Then she did the amazing for a half in March and then 102 and then amazing with tweaks for a fall half. She's currently doing get me to Philly to train for a 10 mile race in January. Mason's excited about that for you, Kathy. Um, I'm hoping to run the Pocono half marathon um, on May 20th, which will be 18 weeks after her race in January, I'm trying to figure out what's the best plan to do for that. I should also add that I would really like to lose about 10 to 15 pounds, which makes me nervous to amp up my training since it seems like it's one or the other. 
Okay, we just don't want to go, one of my fundamental rules is I don't want to have two hard training cycles back to back. So you're doing the get me to Philly plan, and that's not an overly aggressive plan. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just not, it's not, certainly not on the echelon of like excellent or outstanding, which is good. Um, so then kind of what we do next depends on where you live. So I think Philly lives in, I think you live, um, I remember seeing you at Philly, so I want to believe you're somewhere in the Pacific North, uh, sorry, Pacific in the northeast part, uh, part corridor, um, knowing that and that the weather could be unpredictable, I'm like, let's not go hard again until it's time to go hard, unless there's a specific payoff for going hard. Um, let's let's stick to something like either the monthlies or amazing or amazing with tweaks. Stay and actually, I take that back. Run for the red is is very downhill. Um, it's extremely downhill. So I would do the hilly tweaks as much as possible. Um, and, and kind of take it and take it from there. And then we'll decide what to do in the fall after that's done, because you might find there's so much strength um, in in the in the hilly tweaks that you're kind of like off this off this. I'm, I need to be off plan for a while. So I would let, let's touch base after Pocono run for the red um, and kind of see what you're feeling. But to get to Pocono run for the red. Amazing with the hilly tweaks. Perfect. Um, Sarah Wells says, I've been running heart rate with Hi, the, Sarah. <laughs> since heart rate plan started mainly amazing. And now one Oh two. Now I'm looking at training for my first marathon a year from now. She wants to go to Disney next January or a year from January. So what is the best way to spend this, um, spend this time after my late, um, February half with this plan in mind, she's looking to trim, um, 20 more pounds. She's down 80 pounds over the last 20 That's years. Amazing. Congratulations, Sarah. That's very impressive. Before um, marathon training begins, while you answer that, do you need a glass of water? Um, I'm Are you okay? I think I'm good for the Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, you've you've had a lot going on. I would, if you haven't done Simply Nourish like a mother, I would definitely jump into Simply Nourish. Um, I love that you and your husband are absolutely on the same page. Well, I train her husband one, um, one oh, day. Oh, okay. Um, I love that the two of you are absolutely on the same page um, about losing weight and the goals in the household. So if you're not working with Ellie, I would definitely recommend jumping into that, focusing on that um, before we get into the all-encapsulating mental time suck that's going to be marathon training for you guys. Because uh, two people marathon training under the same roof is a lot. So let's get the hard stuff out of the way before the really hard stuff uh, kicks in. So the best way to spend time in the meantime kind of depends on what you want to do. Um, your your husband is going to have a lot of workouts coming up that look like stuff in the monthly plans. And if you two run together, that might be a good way for you to stay synchronized. If you're like, nope, we don't run together, don't want to. I, I, <laughs> I ran that half with him and I'm not doing anything else with that him. Camp. Yeah. That's totally fine. Um, then let, you know, kind of reach out either Facebook or via email and let's kind of talk about what your different options are. Cause the world, the world's your oyster. Absolutely. But more, um, more than anything, I want you to have fun before, before things get hard. Um, Rebecca's asking, um, monthly pan plans. Can you start and finish in the middle of a month? I don't think we open them. I think it's the purchasing them is the, is well, the, so right now though, I think they kind of close in the middle of the month. Um, but right now, yeah, right now we're having them, um, like they start in the first of the month. You can come in um, in the middle of the month. Um, we can talk about prorating that, but but really it's... Personally, I have no problem with it. Yeah. It's just, um, again, we're two women in basement. We're a small business. Yeah. Um, so it's... And everyone is so conscientious about money that it just becomes... Instead of a simple purchase, it becomes laborious on our back end. Well, I'm coming in three days late, yeah, so I'm no. going to be prorated for 28 days instead of 30. And it's just like, you know, we got to cut it off somewhere. Yeah, no, I agree. So, yeah. um, so 
Yeah, so is it possible to come in? Yes. Is that, do we want you to? Absolutely. How are we going to make that happen? It's, uh, let's figure that out together. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. And then, um, Rebecca, you had a question um, about, yeah, you, I think we answered all your questions that, that you wrote in. So thank you for those helpful questions. Um, and then Katie's asking, this is a question. I don't know if we've even, we've been so busy thinking about other things that I'm not sure we even got back to this, but Katie's been really enjoying the monthly plans. There's been a note in the coach and love section about how there are going to be multiple tiers starting next year. Uh, is that still on the books? It's still on the books. It's okay. on the books for the, the later part of the year. Okay. Um, meaning the soonest I would possibly be starting those multiple tiers is in June or July after, uh, well, after I'm back from maternity leave and everything else is up and running. Okay. Also, we want to test demand for it. Um, you're the first person that we've we've heard ask about it. Um, I am interested in pursuing those upper upper tiers and the monthly plans to give people more touch points with me because it's really a question of my time and accessibility. Um, and I want to be more accessible to people that are either more anxious or have um, more aggressive goals uh, to kind of keep them. Because again, the PRs are built not in the training cycle, but in the off season. So anyone who's in the monthly plan or in one or two is more than likely in the off season. So again, knowing that to be able to offer that extra level of support um, is something that I think would provide value, but I, we need to see what the demand is before we go rolling out yet another new product that Dimity has to build in her spare time. <laughs> in all my spare time. In my basement. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, we are not in the basement. We we're in my kitchen, but we, I think, I think we hit everybody. That's um, amazing. Yeah. You guys, thank you for all your really, really good questions. Yeah. I mean, it's, whoever had the idea last year to split it up between new and returning, that was great oh, because we so had a great good. time with the new people on Monday and it's been really fun to just kind of jump in and, and chat with everybody yeah. um, today. So gosh, I, it's such a fun way to head into the weekend. And it's, it's, and it's fun for me too, to have this kind of like, not that I'm, I'm gone yet, but just to have um, another one of these really awesome back and forth two hour touch points with everyone before I go on maternity leave to, you know, cause sometimes it feels like the only things you hear are, are, are the negative feedbacks or people that are asking for too much and trying to push the envelope a little bit. So to have this two hours and that, and that, and still have 38 people here two hours later, I love you guys so freaking much. I appreciate this more than you know. And if I go on maternity leave tomorrow, this would have been the perfect exit for it and the best Christmas present ever. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll just, put, we'll just put a bow on it. Let's wrap, wrap, wrap them all up in a bow. Um, a I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that because I couldn't share my screen, that doesn't mean that we're having technical problems. We are going to turn this into a podcast. The other ones have been turned into a podcast except for the ultra. So triathlon, um, the traditional and um, heart rate for beginners. So that's in the train like a mother club. If you want something to listen to on your next runs and um, thank you all for your nice comments. And um, yeah, thank you everybody. We'll, um, we'll see you soon. We'll see you on the Facebook pages. Um, and it's fun doing these too. So it's love you more. Yep. Bye guys. Have a great afternoon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah.